previously on Elite Week. There you go. Now you just walk around like you're in pumps. How do you know what it's like to walk around in pumps? I didn't always work in space. Let him have it. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. That's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see your point, sir. I suggest a new strategy, Roy. Let the Wookiee win. You want to play it soft? We'll play it soft. You want to play it hard? Let's play it hard.
moral of the story is Don't forget to refuel Cause calling up the fuel rats Yeah, it's light years away from cool So I arrived at Delgano It was a sight to see Yeah, all of my Inquisition friends Have turned out to laugh at me <laughs> But the worst wasn't over, yeah It came as a shock I didn't realize I was a wanted man When I went to dark In a flash of lightning The station opened up at me I started taking a beating On my ass for all to see Welcome to the station called Delgado I was a wanted man I was a wanted man Now my ship's a can All of my friends saw me blown up by Delgado Yeah, what hurts the most Yeah, what hurts the most Is that my ship is toast All right, welcome, welcome, one and all to Elite Week. This is uh, the Galactic Water Cooler, episode number 21 for Friday, the July the 10th. Uh, I hope you guys are uh, enjoying yourselves. Relax on a Friday night. I've got a little something to uh, get this kicked off for myself. My name is Kai Zen. And joining me tonight on this Odyssey of the Mind will be Commander Fee. Say hello. A pleasant and fantastic evening to all of you. And I got to say, Fee, you're working them pumps, man. Don't let anybody tell you different. We've, we've also got Commander. I'm not going to lie. They're mm -hmm. not comfortable. I mean, hey, you do what you got to do to be pretty, bro. We've also got Commander Arson Cross with us. Say hello, Commander Arson. Good evening, every. Oh my goodness! Good evening, everybody. Right on, right on. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I am looking forward <clears throat> to a bunch of wonderful topics this evening. Right on. Arson is the fourth member of the cast, and you haven't heard him on air yet, but he's done a lot of stuff behind the scenes for us. And tonight, he's helping to fill the fill the void because Commander Roy has a hot date with a nice woman his wife many years and they uh went out of town for a little romantic you know getaway or whatever so good on them also tonight we have joining us commander a special guest i should say a special guest before i even get to that part commander enterprise say hello ender oh seven commanders i am enterprise right on right on and we're going to get to know, like I said, a little bit more about Arson and Ender coming up. But I just wanted to real quick say hello. Welcome, everyone, to Elite Week. <clears throat> and uh, let's see here. Oh, let's hit all of the stream plugs and all of the stuff of all of the things that we're supposed to do up front. Because this is what, you know, what you do. Go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast version, give it a rating, yada, yada, yada. You can find Elite Week um, at uh, if you on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, 
at tidyurl.com forward slash elite week 3306 no spaces if you're watching this on youtube and you're like man i want the podcast version anchor.fm forward slash elite week uh the email if you want to write in so that you can win some prizes like someone did today is elite week 3306 at gmail.com and we're going to announce who won that very very soon but we've got uh my twitter if you want to keep up with the show or random sort of ramblings of a idiot in space is at kai 19103 that's k-a-i 19103 and you of course can join the elite week discord to catch up on all of this shit at tinyurl.com forward slash elite week discord no spaces hey kai let me ask you real quick how, how many people we got joining us in that discord today how many people uh, i the last time i looked we had he says as he scrolls up because the elite week discord has got a lot of fucking channels 1261 12 nope 1262 people somebody literally just as i uh as I clicked on it, yeah, twelve hundred and sixty-two people. Whoa. So, so this is like where all the cool kids hang out, is what you're saying. Big numbers. Uh, a lot of cool kids, and somehow they let me in still. And hey, I'm just happy for it. But uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a good place. You'll see weird connections of people in this Discord. You'll see like just randomly, you know, me talking with with you know burr or or down to earth astronomy or you know alec turner talking to you know ben moss woodward from lave radio or i uh, was hanging out with bruce a little bit earlier we we're having a chat about stuff it's it's a cool little space to hang out so we we have a lot of fun there's there's tons of stuff in the channel tons of stuff to do and i don't like the whole thing where discord's like constantly ping you with all the crap so when you join, there's a thing where you roll yourself and you click like, I want this, I want that, I want whatever. And then you only get pinged for the shit you're interested in. All of the dark wheel people that are like, hey, man, that's my focus. The bottom of the Discord is the channel that says turning the wheel. All of the different sub channels in that are tied to the turning the wheel. And like, if that's all you're interested in, there it is. Uh, if you're like, oh, but I want to check up on this, that and the other, we've got discussion topics and there's feeds with posting people's channels and uh help me out here arson i know you set up the thing so that like explain to the people if you join this discord and you are a streamer and you have your stream linked to your discord it'll auto populate that and throw it into the content feed so that everybody can kind of check your stuff that is absolutely correct. In your Discord user settings, uh, there is a section in there. Uh, I cannot remember exactly what it's called, but it's it's called Connections, and it lets you link uh, Twitch, YouTube, uh, your Blizzard account, Steam, Facebook, all, all that kind of stuff. And when you go live on Twitch or YouTube, we have uh, yet another general purpose Discord bot, or YAG, as most people call it, that mm. will actually catch your status change and automatically announce your stream uh, to everybody. Do me a favor, though. I want to make sure that that's turned off if you have a Blizzard link in there, unless it's <laughs> for the Horde. Definitely for the Horde. Yeah, that's the exception there. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't do lame wind. We we do for the horde. No, I, I whatever you're into, it's all good. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so let's move right along because we've got a huge, huge sort of show set for you. Also, just as a reminder, the show is streaming live every Friday night at eight p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Right now, we'll, it's always going to be eight p.m. So it's Eastern Savings or Eastern Standard, Eastern Daylight, whatever, <clears throat> which as it stands now, is midnight UTC or 1 a.m. Saturday morning British summer time. So if you want to come in and see it live and, and be a part of all the action, then <clears throat> that's what you need to do to be here. And I just want to give one tiny little spoiler alert. At the end of this, I got a little super little surprise for my buddy DH397. Uh, I, I got a little shout out for him. So, all right, with that out of the way, Let's get rolling with this. Let's start off with the Enterprise segment. Now, Enterprise, as I'm sure many of you in the chat know, is a popular streamer. He does uh, Elite Dangerous streams. He is a very cool, funky guy. Uh, I, I don't want to give an explanation of him because I, I would rather he introduce you himself in his own words. And um, But I will say this. Uh, it's we're streaming this live Friday night, but in a couple of hours, there is going to be all of the notes in the section. <clears throat> when you look at those notes, you're going to see a link to Enterprise's Twitch and Discord and Instagram and Twitter, all of that stuff for you. Go check him out. You will not be sorry. So, Ender, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, what's up, everybody? Well, uh, first of all, my name is Commander Enterprise, and that's true. I stream on Twitch. Three times a week. Uh, I live in Brooklyn, New York. I am a full-time musician and part-time streamer. Basically spent about 15 years of my life ever since college dedicated to touring and performing as much as possible. And uh, when it came time to choose a new band to be in, about, I don't know, eight or nine months ago, I was like, why don't I not join a new band? Why don't I try something totally different as my creative entertainment medium so i started a twitch page and because elite dangerous is the my favorite game it's basically the game i've played more in a five hour time than i'm sorry five year time than any other game i figured why not play this game and share it with you guys right on right on so tell us a little bit about your streams i was i was uh on your stream the other night and it was very very cool i love you have like a you've got the cool sound effects and all that stuff going is it just for people who don't know uh yeah. yes yeah see he's a professional musician and he's got like a soundboard and he's got the drums and he's got all kinds of uh all kinds and of i can stuff. sing i can sing whatever i want to <laughs> say any oh, wait, way no. that no. i want to say it yeah no you can't do that without doing uh uh the cake you know this is the <laughs> triumph oh yeah, yeah. exactly that's a yeah. vocoder that I use. So I have a keyboard plugged into the Roland VT4 so I can uh, play whatever I want on a keyboard and it will uh, vocode, which is basically blend the keyboard mm -hmm. synthesized sound with my voice because I'm a not that good of a singer. But mm -hmm. with technology on my side, I can be a great singer. Right on. So that's the 
aural sort of <laughs> component of your stream. On the visual component of your stream, you had a very cool the way I described it to people. And I mean, you could probably correct me with a more apt or, you know, analogy or whatever. But the way I described it to people is that checklist you were using looked to me straight up like old school Game Boy checklist. And I really dug the retro vibe of that. That was the plan, man. Without right going without going full, like putting an overlay of a straight up Game Boy, I was imagining more like old terminal style. Right. What's uh what you guys what uh Kai is referring to is that on my last stream, when I was looking for what to do, because I, I like to uh I like to plan events. I like to have themes for streams, especially in a game like Elite, which is a sandbox where you can do literally whatever you want. Streams can be a bit vague and uh, nebulous, so I always pick something. And I was watching content online, and I've been reading about this turning the wheel initiative for like a few weeks and whatnot. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Why don't we try this tonight? Let's do missions, but let's not just do missions. Let's make a stream dedicated to what are the types of missions you actually do in Elite Dangerous. Something mm -hmm. that you don't do that often unless you're involved in the like the BGS background simulation or you're a new player. So I made a list of what I thought was like the 15 most seen general kinds of missions. Like mm. get something, deliver it there. Yeah. Uh, go somewhere, kill someone. Mm -hmm. Go buy this, take it there. And I made this whole list and I put scan it in that. Scan a thing. Yeah, scan a thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Find unique cargo. I made a list and then I put it into my little Google 8-bit font and ma uh, mocked up a little thing with checkboxes and... That's what you saw for that. That was great, man. That was good, good stuff. So tell us for for people who don't know you, uh, you know, as much that they're that they are going to be. The, what I say is, these aren't people that don't know you. These are friends that haven't met you yet, but ah, they're correct. meeting you now. Correct. So for for your new friends, tell us um, what are some of the things that you like to get into. Like some people focus more on exploration. Some people focus more on general mission running. Some people are into you know, whatever. Some tell us some of the your streams. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, first and foremost, my favorite thing about Elite Dangerous is the ships. Uh, I think the first thing that got me hooked was the idea of customizing your ship and going through all the outfitting, and then getting into the engineers and getting really into that side. So the space mechanic part is really fun. So I do streams where we pick a ship and we like put the ship together on stream in like Corolius or Ed Shipyard. And then we spend eight hours grinding the materials for it. And then we spend a whole other stream going out to engineer that entire ship in one thing. I'm actually sitting right now in game in one of those ships. It's a shieldless Asp Explorer called the Asp Kicker that nice. we uh, came up with on stream. And uh, some of you guys are in the chat right now. So thanks for that. So I do that. Uh, I'm also really into planning events because since we lost community goals quite a while ago, you kind of have to make your own road, if you will. Make I your own not. thing. Sorry, for those listening on the program, we had a little bit of a technical glitch. The streaming PC just uh, decided to shit the bed, but we, we're back up now. We're going to keep on rolling. Uh, so Ender was just saying about how he does these group get-togethers and does things to sort of create our own fun. 
and you were talking about the massive mining event that you did and i had asked if you had seen the uh, the meme about it with with all of the stuff and you were talking about how it was on reddit yes yeah that's right that's uh the that's actually my most upvoted reddit post yet which i was nice kind of kind of happy about uh but yeah that's the uh, the midweek grind that's my weekly mining event uh right pretty on. soon i'm gonna be hosting a srv x games event where we're going to be jumping and flipping SRVs. I found uh, a location. Uh, what's that planet called with the epic mountain range? Like Pomochi or Pama? Oh, I don't know how to Pomesh. say it. Pomesh. Pomesh. Thank the you. Pomesh Ridge Challenge. Yes. So, so there is a spot on the Pomesh that I found, Pomesh 4C, where you can jump to the beacon and then you can actually barely make it back. So I'm going to have a competition where SRVs have to go across the chasm and back and they get points for flipping and also how much hull they have left when they're done nice now do you uh, get more points it should be that suggested that you get more points the lower hull you have and then if you you know you just dq if you explode oh, if you explode oh wow that's actually a really fun uh <laughs> that's actually pretty exciting i'm yeah, still working right? out the details i mean but yeah so we do that uh i like to host different events in the game because the universe is there for us to do whatever we want in it. And mm -hmm. until there are more things in the game that are actively saying, hey, everybody, come do this for this reason. Or, hey, everybody, come do this for that reason. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find those kind of interested yet maybe lost elite dangerous commanders out there who want to join a squadron, who want to join a channel to do fun things multiple times a week in the game that we all love. I absolutely dig it. All right, everybody. So like I said, in the show notes, you're going to have his Twitch, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. So for sure, go check out Enterprise's streams. Say again real quick just to hit it for the stinger, the days that you stream and the time so people know when to come check out your channel. All right. I stream on Twitch Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. Right on. So check that out. That will be uh, midnight UTC for just people around the world. <clears throat> All right. So Arson, Arson Cross, why don't we tell uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself to the good people because you've been here with the show, you know, all along, but you've been in the background and now you're stepping up to do a little on air stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I uh, am very excited to be here. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and just start a little bit, uh, you know, personal uh, gaming stuff. I started back in the 90s. First favorite game was 1998 uh, release of Battlezone. Uh, played games like Tacky on the Fringe, Freelancer, Wing Commander, and then EVE Online for six solid years until the 2011 GTA microtransaction uh, riots <laughs> stopped playing because CCP decided to stop developing Ambulation or their space legs. Mm. Uh, and then I was left with a su substantial gap in uh, of time where I had no space games, so I decided... Uh, or not I decided, but I wound up hearing about Elite from a friend during its Kickstarter phase, and I dismissed it, unfortunately, and I really regret that. Um, but he described it, and it sounded super, super slow. And in hindsight, having seen The Expanse now, I'm like, okay, it sounded very Expanse-like, because he was talking about uh, pre-Super Cruise kind of stuff. And 
And I was like, oh, that sounds really slow. I don't, I don't know if I want to, you know, play Apollo Space Capsule. <laughs> but uh, I wound up, once it actually came out in uh, December 2014, um, one of my friends actually decided to uh, get me into it. I'm still bitter at him because he got me into it quite a week later. Um, <laughs> but I became addicted. Um, and fortunately or unfortunately depending on how you look at it i uh am almost a fanatic about elite i've been playing it uh solidly since 2015 now i go through my own breaks like everybody else where i play other stuff um but uh over that time you know i've very much fallen in love with the game i've done a lot of things i started out um you know in 3301 as a fresh commander on january 1st mm. uh got into you know just trading trying to make money uh by about april i had managed to obtain my first fully a-rated python got really big into it wound up finding my way into denton petraeus's war to reclaim debt from uh the conservatives of beefy bv phonics i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right and wound up from there at the end of that war having one of my most immersive slash betrayed slash whatever words you can think to describe <laughs> it gaming experience when i woke up on the 25th of april and i logged in to check and claim my bonds and i looked at the station news panel right there in the starport and i read an article talking about the 30,000 people that lived in that system when the war started and how nearly a huge chunk of them anyways was dead on the 20th and the of rest April. of them because their system and their debt was no longer able to be paid back sufficiently and the rest of them were enslaved and i felt so incredibly betrayed that's the kind of storyline that, that elite has brought into my life and has hooked me in and uh from there i found myself lost trying to figure out what to do i have a very neutral kind of mindset living live and let live uh independence things like that and mm. wound up getting into serious gov power play for leon Rui. helped found that uh helped them establish their neutrality from there i moved on to the galactic academy uh, where i was a mentor for a couple of years and then eventually became a captain before retiring um and then after I retired there, I've been focusing most of my effort on uh, the Civil Responsibility, Oversight, Security, and Services Corporation, or CrossCorp. I'm sure you can gauge where I got the name for that. Um, and have been looking to open a new community in the future that I'll share more on later. Mm. Um, but not today. But I am okay. looking for squadron members. But that is that is about... Yes. Squadron, squadron members for what squadron? For CrossCorp. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I how, am. How would one? How would one go to about joining CrossCorp? And what would you be doing in CrossCorp? Well, CrossCorp. Um, there, the first words are civil responsibility for the CR, and that is kind of representing a mindset of wanting to take part in uh, community initiatives, such as turning the wheel. Uh, so initially recruiting is actually has never been open for CrossCorp in the history of its creation since it was established in 3302 um, it's been invite only since then this is the first time that i've ever opened up recruiting 
but recruiting is still going to be limited to those turning the wheel. Uh, so if I see you and you are interested, let me know, because I'm not going to bug you. Um, let me know that you want to join, talk to me, wing up, let's go turn the wheel, and maybe, just maybe, we can get some more people in. Right on, man. That's very, very cool. All right, and subsequently you've been doing a bunch of stuff with the uh with the elite week discord and getting stuff set up and uh providing technical sort of consultation and whatnot with the show it's it's uh it's and it hasn't gone unnoticed it's definitely much appreciated you're the uh yeah arson you, you've chair. done a great job of uh polishing <laughs> polishing up the discord and, and helping uh helping us to get everything organized and, and working the way it should so props to you right on man right yeah. on Thank you all for that. It's it's actually something I kind of enjoy. I uh, have a little bit of OCD and love technology and wedging different features together to accomplish different things. So it's something that I very much enjoyed. And to, to most of the communities that I've I've passed through, I've contributed something in that technical aspect. That's just one of the things that I like doing. Right on. Awesome. Well, that that brings us to Commander Fee. Commander Fee, what's your segment for this week? I think people are going to be super, super excited. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, I got to say, I, I smacked my head against the wall a good 15, <laughs> 20, 30 times uh, over the course of the week trying to come up with something else to talk about. Um, just because, you know, it's it's great to talk about all the whiz-bang tools and, and software and hardware that, that we all have to, to increase, uh, you know, our immersion and enjoyment of the game. Uh, like I did last week, but this week I, I uh, really wanted to come up with something unique, uh, and and I think I've tripped on something that I think we're going to be able to do, um, even even build upon in in coming weeks here. And and what I'd like to do, what I'm going to start to do, is um, you know I'm I'm sure uh, some or most of you have spent uh, some time in Inara. Uh, that's uh, i n a r a dot c z. Uh, and, and part of that uh, site not only being a fantastic resource for us as pilots to uh, find out about systems and, and ships and, and, you know, pretty much anything you would need to know about the game, um, mm -hmm. just about up to, up to the minute. Um, they have a, a, a really extensive section of, of uh, pilots like ourselves who post uh, stories and, and their own fan fiction. And so what I thought I would start to do uh, is, is uh, what we will call the uh, Elite Week uh, fan fiction feature. Uh, where I will uh, select a, a series of stories that we will read out uh, week over week and, and really, uh, you know, get everybody to tune in every week. It'll kind of be like a, a serial uh, radio program like, like they used to uh, do in the olden days before the TV and computers and all that jazz uh, and really highlight uh, some good stories that, that are being written by pilots like us out there. So what's the first one for today? So, so tonight we're going to read a story by Commander Sakashiro. Uh, Sakashiro is a runaway slave uh, who uh, has a pretty interesting story uh, i gotta say i read uh at least the first uh, six or more uh, parts of of her story uh and and we're gonna we're gonna learn about sakashiro tonight we're gonna learn about the beginning of of her story uh and and really start to dig in in the coming weeks about uh what 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 has brought her uh into the 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 uh, universe and 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 what her role is in this big game so uh well, let's jump right into it yeah without further ado uh, i bring you uh, unbound part one applicant number five two seven five nine eight two please sit down i hope you don't mind me recording this conversation not at all sir good 
Now the first thing I'd like to do with you is go through your application form once more to verify the information you provided. Don't worry, it's a routine procedure we conduct with each new recruit. Let's start off with your personal details. Your family name is, how to pronounce that correctly? The name is Sakashiro, sir. First name, Yuna. I see. Your date of birth, April 21st, 3279. Here it says you were born a slave under imperial jurisdiction. That is correct, sir. My parents and my brother were slaves. Your citizenship has since been restored? Not exactly, sir. It's a long story. Care to share it with me? Will it affect my evaluation, sir? Not from a legal perspective. Slavery is illegal in this corner of the galaxy, so running away from it is not considered a punishable offense. However, we are required to assess the psychological profiles of our applicants, as certain conditions, such as PTSD, for example, may be detrimental to their ability to pilot a ship. I understand, sir. Just give me a summary. No need to go into the details. When I was 17 years old, my family was about to be relocated to a new workplace. We didn't know where we were being sent. Our masters wouldn't tell us. Anyway, the vessel that was supposed to take us there was interdicted and hijacked. I remember there was a gunfight between the crew and the intruders. A lot of chaos. Some of us got caught in the line of fire. I survived, but my parents and my brother didn't make it. I'm sorry to hear that. I appreciate it, sir. How do you feel? Shall we continue? I'm okay, sir. So the ship was captured by pirates. After they had seized control of the ship, they lined up the surviving crew members in front of us and executed them, one after another. To us slaves, they offered a choice, work for them or join the dead crew. That is unusual. It is most common for pirates to sell captured slaves in the black market somewhere, rather than keeping them for themselves. What happened next? They took us some, to some remote planetary outpost they used as their base of operations. I spent about two years there, then another four at another outpost. What kind of work did they make you do? janitorial work in the beginning, then some basic ship engineering, repair and ma maintenance, and some other jobs I'd rather not talk about. Understood. So you work for them as a ship mechanic. They trained me. I guess. You showed some talent? Talent to work in confined spaces, maybe. I was shorter than pretty much everyone around me. I believe it was more than that, as you might imagine. Skills of that sort will come in handy here. Anyway, you are no longer with them. How did you escape? They let me go. Just like that? During those six years, my relationship with them had changed. I remained loyal to them the entire time, even made some friends among them. I learned that many of them were former Imperial slaves just like me. At some point, they even invited me to join them on their raids. Did you consider it? I felt I wasn't being made for that kind of life. There just wasn't enough. Anger in me, I guess. I preferred, I preferred to be left alone. So I continued working on the ground. When I was 22, I told them I was dreaming of leaving and beginning a new life somewhere else. To my surprise, they arranged my release. I still remember the day. It was my 23rd birthday. I left their base aboard a smuggler ship that brought me to Federation space. What about the other slaves they captured alongside you? I don't know. We were separated early on. None of them was in the group they took to that second base. Do you know where those outposts are? With all due respect, sir, if I told you that, I'd be in trouble. Never mind. This is not a police interroga interrogation. I'm glad you finally found your place and path to freedom after all. You've been through quite a lot. Thank you, sir. Was it difficult for you to adjust to your new life? I grew up being told what to do. I suddenly had to learn making my own decisions. It wasn't easy, but I received some support. Who supported you? There are quite a few retired pirates spending rather ordinary lives with the Federation. Many of them run businesses, restaurants, casinos, nightclubs, that sort of thing. Some of them helped me find jobs and places to sleep. What drove your decision to become a pilot? I spent years working in shipyards. I dream of flying my own ship. Don't expect too much from it. 
hauling cargo and scanning star systems can become dull very quick. I don't mind. I've had my share of adventure. I guess you could say so. Still, it sounds strange from someone who just turned 27. Does it raise concerns regarding my psychological profile? Don't worry about that. To me, you appear no less than mentally stable than any pilot around here. If you pass the physical exam as well, I'm sure the Pilots' Federation will be happy to accept you. And that ends this week's Elite Fan Fiction Feature. Right on, Matt. That's interesting. So we'll look forward to hearing more about uh, Commander Sakashiro in the coming weeks and other pieces of Elite Fiction. If you want to submit some fiction as well, you can go to the Elite Week Discord, uh, and under the uh, the uh, show feedback, you can put a note in there and just make sure that you uh, ping Commander Fee. You put an at Commander Fee so that he sees it as well. So let's uh, keep this train moving. The next item up for discussion, we've got Virtual LaveCon, which took place last weekend. Virtual LaveCon was a kick-ass time. We... Uh, had lots and lots of fun. Obviously, we weren't able to do regular LaveCon because of COVID, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that happened. So first off, we had the Buckyball Racers did through a uh, slapdash last-minute Lave race uh, of the highest and greatest order. It was great, great fun. It was neat. It was cool. Everybody got involved. Tons of people were running it. And Interestingly enough, the winner, the overall winner in the unlimited category, so any you could use anything, was Commander Shea in a Sidewinder. That shit is awesome. I dig that. I dig that. I would, uh, I wow, really? That. Yeah, for reals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think because in in the unlimited, you know, you had you had Viper Mark threes, you had couriers. You know, you had all of your standard, okay, this is definitely going to be, you know, what the racers are using. Shay just had that talent. And keep in mind, this is the same person that uh, kicked ass on the signs of life uh, race not that long ago by, uh, you know, thinking outside the box and where everybody was going down to the planets. Shay went and scanned, you know, um, in a couple of different systems, bunches of different sort of... Uh, phenomenon out in space and got it done so cool cool shit after the buckyball race we, we also have uh the streamer panel they did a, a streamer panel with a bunch of streamers uh you had you know like ben moss woodward you had uh commander scorbius you had commander psychic um uh it's been it's been a long long week and a lot of liquid refreshment and I'm trying to remember who else was in that panel but it, I've got a link to it in the show um, in the show notes uh, in, in addition to that they had an alumni live radio an old school live radio with the original most of the original uh, live boys Faza was not there he uh, is was busy with IRL stuff this weekend but um you know, the rest of the group was there. You had Alan Stroud. You know, you had the old school gang, and it was it was cool, cool, cool stuff. Uh, we had multiple galnets. We had the regular Lave Radio. They, you know, they did their weekend show. We had uh, Hutton Orbital Radio. Did a hilarious. They had their special guests were Dom uh, from Frontier, the the uh, uh, developer, Dav uh, Davstock the developer and uh steven 
Benedetti, who was uh, playing it cool in his hoodie until he lost it over Dom's uh, wardrobe malfunctions. He had multiple different hats going on, and it was, I don't know, it was just crazy, crazy fun. And it was a little sharp, too, the the skit, the, 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 uh, the actual setup. I don't know, for those that saw it, they, you know, they wrote up everybody's parts, and everybody had to read from their script. And when they got to it, the the part, uh, they're literally they had some kind of a malfunction, and they had like, oh my god, we've got tons and tons of bio waste. What are we gonna do? And they had Dav read the lines of like, oh, I'll just put it in these buckets. I'll dump it in the com- on the commanders, the BGS commanders later in the week. <laughs> it was it, that shit cracked me up. There was an epic Dockers after dark. Psycho Cow had his quizzo, lots and lots of stuff. And all through the week, there were different various sort of games and different things going on, including I sat in on a couple of EDRPG sessions. And in one of them, I, uh, you know, did typical Marine loot and scoot and, you know, come across a knife. Okay, I'll take it. It's just a knife. Yeah, I'll take it. It's a knife. You know, oh, this is rusty scissors. I'll take it. You know, I was taking all of the crazy stuff, which was funny until the end when we come across a huge giant spider, which was the the end boss of the thing. I shot it in the face with the shotgun and then stabbed it with some rusty scissors to uh, finish it off. And uh, uh, Commander Watherspoon did a hilarious little blurb in the... uh, in the uh, one of the gal nets of the of the Lavecon, where he talked about a foul mouthed marine that came in and killed the poor innocent end boss spider with the pair of rusty scissors. Great, great, great time! Did you guys get a chance to pers- participate in any of the Lavecon stuff, the virtual Lavecon stuff, or what? What's your sort of thoughts on it? What not? You know, hop in, guys. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I I had Sorry. I had tried uh, to jump in. I I think my timing was was just off with everything else that was going on IRL for me too. Uh, mm-hmm. When I did join in, it, it seemed like I was stuck in the midst of of a uh, intermission of sorts. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got to listen to some really chill music uh, and and uh, you know look at look at uh, the Twitch stream. But but unfortunately, I just it, my timing was off and I, I just didn't uh, I didn't get to participate as much as I had wanted to. So I I had set aside some time. It wasn't the right time. So unfortunately, I missed it. I'm kind of hoping that they do in the future. They continue to do LaveCon, but they also continue to do virtual LaveCon so that people can sort of, you know, pop in and see the stuff and, and get involved. And because for, you know, people in America, people all around the world, you know, you've got, you know, people that just sort of don't have as easy access to, you know, oh, we're just going to hop on down the road to Cambridge. Like, it's not always that easy. So I, I hope, I hope that uh, we continue to have virtual LaveCons in addition to, not instead of. I know those people that are able to get together for the face-to-face LaveCon definitely, definitely don't want to miss out on that. So for sure, I don't want to take that from them. All right, let's keep this train moving. The next section we have is the bug report. Uh, There is a patch incoming. Now let's go over some of the bugs that we've had. We still were unable for a good chunk of this week to jump into LFT 926. I think that one's actually fixed now, right guys? Can you confirm? Yeah, I uh, I thought I saw some chat in the Discord this morning um, from a few of the folks saying that they were actually able to do it. So I, yeah. I haven't seen it myself, but, but that's the rumor I'm seeing. So server side, I think they got that fixed. I haven't been paying as much attention 
to the disc or to the uh, servers, not server, the fleet carrier situation in 926 because I've moved my fleet carrier to Anyanwu. Um, and we'll get to that a little bit later on the on the stuff. But I think that one was fixed server side. There have been tons of connection issues. Even yesterday when the the uh, the guys were streaming, when I say the guys, I mean Frontier was streaming. They had a mauv uh, adder that kicked them off midstream, and uh, Steven had to reboot. There's been a lot of connection issues. There have been issues when I was streaming with Down to Earth Astronomy. Uh, we had both were having issues where you couldn't transfer, uh, you know, cargo into your fleet carrier because like it just wouldn't pop up that window you had to log out log back in um you know i've had some fleet carrier nonsense myself yeah, yeah for sure the mining exploit is still a thing I mean, that they need to yeah, fix let's, yeah let's, don't get me started on that oh yeah well that's still <laughs> it's coming uh there's been some wonky graphics stuff obviously and you know i had this thing i had this really weird thing happen kai where uh it was one of the close systems to uh, Jameson Memorial. I forget uh -huh. which one it was. One of the very packed mm -hmm. systems where after I jumped the fleet carrier, every time I would try to go to it, I would drop out within range, and then it would just start running away from me like it was in an orbit escaping yes. me. Yeah, so no matter like how much I would boost, I couldn't catch it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I did yeah. everything. I reset the game. Mm -hmm. I was I flipped around a whole bunch. I finally had to jump it somewhere else to get into it. And while that was happening, another one of the dudes in my squadron was able to actually dock on it. So I don't know. Like Well, we've had uh we we've had all kinds of issues. There have been people that were putting out, you know, announcements on Discord and, you know, like public service announcements. Don't go to this system. This is cuz you know, like low temperature diamond prices went back up yesterday. Yep. Everybody was going to that uh, Saliki or whatever system, and people were like, "Oh, don't go there! If you go there, you're gonna—it's gonna dump you. If you're Xbox, don't go there. If you're PS4, you know whatever, because it'll like it'll dump you, and then you won't be able to log back in. It's—it's it's been a—it's been a lot of crazy stuff. Now, let's look at it. Some of the stuff <clears throat> is going to be down to massively high populations, you know, on the servers and and issues with that. A lot of this is sort of some wrinkles that were introduced with the very large sort of content drop of fleet carriers and all the stuff that's tied to that there were B there was bgs stuff that was tied in there and other things as well into that drop and i think if you look at all of the systems that fleet carriers touch mm -hmm. and all of the systems that the bgs tweaks touch there's a lot that got touched and whenever that happens if you remember from september where we had because arcs sort of touched everything and then everything went went haywire i think this is a situation where when you have a large content drop or at least a content drop that touches a large area of things you have to just know that no matter testing whatever when you put it live and it's really out there for everyone there's going to be issues and what you want to look for is you know a dot patch every week or two and like get it through smooth it out but for me while these issues have sucked i'm not i'm not sugarcoating it at all i'm not apologizing for frontier mm -hmm. they yeah. have sucked my if you ask me hey what do you want would you rather have every three to four months a big content drop and then the next three or four weeks 
are literally just dot patches while they fix little annoyances or not have those i'll take them yeah These, this is not this is not september last september where shit was unplayable this is just okay yeah, there's, there's small annoyances they're, they're yeah. not huge game breaking situations sure yeah i mean the fact of the and, matter is we're all still in the game playing right now right i mean yeah that, that, that kind of means that that there's no showstoppers here right we, we can deal a hundred percent a hundred percent now so what frontier announced <clears throat> earlier today i think was that uh yeah no yesterday i think yeah yesterday what they announced was monday we're gonna get the patch notes for the dot three patch and wednesday the patch is actually gonna drop obviously we all know the one thing they're looking to sort of fix is in in the mining area for sure <laughs> but let's hope that the connective connectivity issues and the other you know the things are also on the list to get is there anything anybody else has on this that they want to say like hey i'm looking to this on the patch or hey you, you kind of didn't include this in the list of problems and we definitely want to make sure that it's sort of announced and looked at i have something sure but it's not i don't think it falls under this because it's not a bug per se it seems to be intended design hmm. the the fleet carriers have brought so many wonderful things to the game like i'm a huge fan of the fleet carrier everyone on my channel knows that mm -hmm. but dealing with your navigation panel in a system or in this in the ship when you're in a system with lots of fleet carriers is kind of a nightmare mm. like they just there's so many of them and trying to visibly find one on the map you know how when you open up the local map you can usually visibly like move your cursor over to where you want to go mm -hmm. navigating all those fleet carriers can be kind of dicey mm. and slows down the gameplay yeah I, I i would agree i mean there there is some inherent clunkiness that has been introduced with the fleet carriers um that that's a fantastic example just trying to navigate a system where it is overpopulated with fleet carriers is is one piece uh another piece that comes to mind for me just personally is is that damn transfer button man if if i want to if i want to move cargo from my ship to the to the uh fleet carrier cargo that that little transfer button stuck way up in the corner of that inventory screen is is yeah it's there yeah we all know where to find it now but but they should make it a little bit easier they should make cargo transfer a little bit more less clunky like i said i think there's Agreed. just some there, there's just some clunkiness that that has come yeah. along with this that that will come in time yeah maybe alphabetical order i think for me that would fix my problem if I could view the fleet carriers by alphabetical on the left side navigation panel rather mm -hmm. than distance, that might even be enough. Yeah, because you're, you're that's almost... interesting. Yeah, sorry, Kai. That, that's super interesting because sort of the rest of the nav panel, it's by distance. So what they would have to do in order to make that idea of doing an alphabetical work would be... Have an AZ to, button or something? I don't know. Or... or, or have it broken into two sections one by distance and then the second one would just be a sub panel of 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 uh fleet carriers and that would be an alphabetical yeah there's never been a need for this like is there any system with over 20 stations in it like not, i don't think not, i don't think so not stations no yeah <clears throat> so that's essentially what that tab is when you click it there's like 20 things or more you're like oh man all right <laughs> where yeah. is it that is an interesting thing to think about. We'll have to think about that. And, but they fixed the, the... They fixed my favorite, my biggest problem 
weeks ago, which was the paint jobs, I would just rage every time <laughs> I would come on and like try to get the camera mode. And my carrier was that like drab brown color. Mm-hmm. It's like infuriating. Mm. So, so I'm happy they fixed it. Yeah, but but Ender, have have you have you noticed? And this is kind of the wonky, glitchy graphics that I've noticed is when you still go to make a change on your carrier, you seem to be stuck like halfway through the deck on the surface of your carrier while you're making a change. That that's something, at least I see is is if I'm changing a paint job, it, it's almost like I'm I'm. Um, what what is the movie where the guy gets frozen into the or or melted into the deck of of something? I just have this vision of a melted body. I, I feel like I'm melted into the deck of of my fleet carrier. Uh, Terminator Two, De- Demolition Man. Yeah, exactly. Some, uh. some, some, something like that. You know, where where this person Wizard is. Of Oz. Yeah, Wiz- yes. <laughs> yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this bug you're describing though. Yeah, it when when you at least for me when when I change my paint job, it it makes it appear like my ship is half in, on above my fleet carrier and half like below deck. It's it's very strange. Interesting. Arson, what are, what are your thoughts on all this with the, the bugs and the patch and whatnot? Arson, you are <laughs> muted. Coming, you're not Commander coming across. Arson? Commander Arson. I see his mic is lighting up. He's having technical issues. There you go. <laughs> Not technical issues, just, uh, well, human issues. Hey, that button I told you about. Yeah, that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, the issues, I've been rather lucky uh, so far with regards to, like, the disconnects and stuff. Now, that's not to say I haven't had them, but I've been very lucky with them. I, have, I can count the disconnects with both of my hands or less. The other day, though, or yesterday, I guess, when the LTD prices went up, I had like 300 tons squirreled away. I went ahead and went and sold them. But in that system, it was whatever's going on. I I got a beefy system now, and I was locking up for 10 to 30 seconds at a time, several <laughs> times just crossing the system. Uh, I dropped my LTDs, and I got out of there despite the fact that there was people offering huge amounts of money to haul stuff and i was like man a 70 miller run for like five light seconds but i passed because it was just that bad um yeah but it was the first time i experienced anything like that uh the thing that's bugging me the most about fleet carriers is the whole separate galaxy map i keep going to the existing galaxy map (laughs) to plot my jumps and and that has that's been my bugaboo with the carriers but otherwise i'm enamored i'm in love it's my nomadic homestead my swiss army toolbox yeah yeah you know arson that that's a great point that you bring up you know i i uh for the first time this week i went to hunt thargoid scouts and so i had to head down to witchhead and that was two jumps from where i usually hang out in the fleet carrier and it was just a pet peeve that that uh you know you have to do this you know, you, you can't plot multiple jumps, uh, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, and you have to k- jump through these galaxy map hoops um, with the fleet carrier to, to uh, have the right button to push. So again, you know, not a bug, just a minor annoyance, definitely a quality of life improvement. Uh, you know, more, more clunkiness that needs to be ironed out. So let's look for next week. Let's look forward to the patch notes on Monday. Let's look forward to a lot of those issues being smoothed out and hopefully... Hopefully a, a little exploit being closed. And uh, and with regard to the other stuff, we'll just look for things to keep iterating as we go. Let's move on to the next issue, which is the Frontier Granting Decal for the AXI Community Goal. 
So there's a couple of things here. <clears throat> uh, Commander Fee is going to get the uh, the picture up. Uh, now, the picture that he's putting up on the screen, this is a low-res demo of the picture. There's the final product will be way more high-res. Um, so, number one, the AXI. Uh, there you go. There's the picture. It's a little cobra uh, lighting up a Thargoid interceptor heart. That shit is legit. <clears throat> so number one the axi must succeed in the community goal overall the date to, has been extended until august 20th on that uh if come august 20th or at any time before then <clears throat> the axi complete their community goal and succeed then any commander who has delivered a thargoid heart to sell it on the market of the asterisk will automatically be eligible for that decal that you can put on all of your ships and whatnot. Frontier is keeping track of it on the back end. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You could just go sell a Thargoid heart. The asterisk is paying well for them. I sold mine, uh, you know, I sold a couple back already and they're, they were paying like a couple million or whatever so it's 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 good times but number one you have to get in on this now do not sleep on this and then oh well i've got till august 20th no you don't i did not tell you you have until august 20th i said you have until august 20th or until the cg succeeds if the cg succeeds you know a week from now and you haven't gotten out there and gotten your shit done, you're not getting that sticker. Everybody else is going to have that decal on their ship and you're going to miss out. And once this is done, this is done. So get in on it. Also, this is a side note to everyone out there. And I'm saying this as Captain the Dark Wheel. Frontier made a public statement when they did this with the community goal for the AXI saying, this is a one-time thing that they are doing other people out there who are making your own community goals whether it's you know for the dark wheel whether it's for oh we're got a community goal for this we're gonna do that that's awesome good on you big 07 huge salute but do not look and say well hey i want a sticker too hey i wanted this i wanted that we're making our own fun to make our own fun and I certainly believe, I really do, that there's a very good chance that the Dark Wheel Initiative project will pay off in terms of actually making a change in the galaxy. But I'm not, <clears throat> I specifically told the community managers like, hey, I'm not trying for a sticker. I'm not trying for this or that. I don't want you guys to think like, uh, you know, uh, oh okay give us one too and then because then it's going to be the next 50 people going like and i want one and i and that's the, the point is right now the reason why they're not doing this stuff just short term is because they're wrapping up the stuff that they have to get ready to get odyssey you know up and shipped and good to go um now very much a privilege I, we don't want to abuse is what you're saying right a hundred percent now i will say this though I still strongly believe, and I've seen some indications 
there's stuff coming before odyssey so don't don't i'm not saying like well there's nothing we'll see you guys next year that's not what i'm saying i'm saying there's stuff coming and just uh yeah just be ready for it (laughs) all right play that you know that was awesome copyright copyright not gonna play that one i got it i got it (laughs) all right so uh uh, who who here has already gotten their Thargoid heart into the AXI? I've got a couple in. Who, who who's got theirs? I'm I'm willing to pay a couple million for one so I can get a sticker. I uh, like I said, I I dabbled in in uh, scouts for the first time this week and realized that I am not prepared for interceptors. Got some people in my chat who have hearts. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You can work that out, or yeah. or we can go as a group and just you know show true, our true, love true. for team people and also everybody don't just go and like okay i sold my one heart like also they've got links they've got you know other things that they need sensors probes all this stuff go and like actually help out with the whole of the thing let's not do the gamer thing where we uh we just you know <clears throat> say like okay here's the absolute minimum required to give me a prize now give me a prize i'll see you later let's like let's do a thing man let's do a thing let's really do it yeah and also just as a heads up uh obviously fee if you if you if you really really need it you can hit up dubs he's got a couple extra yeah i i I, uh i know i said that but uh, it does make me feel kind of cheap and dirty so i'm I'm gonna have to sleep on that especially if i gotta get it from dubs then Mm. just make a big check what's that if if it makes you feel cheap and dirty just make a big check there you go all so right. I, so I, I can, mean, so I can be an expensive whore, is what you're saying. Currency with the fleet carriers, technically. Mm. All right. So let's let's move on to the Dark Wheel update. All right. So here's what's going on with the Dark Wheel. There's been a few uh, updates since last week. Number one, we are now landed in the Anyan Wu system. That's spelled A-N-Y-A-N-W-U. Anyan. Anyan Wu. Yeah, just like like Fee was just saying, like uh, the dude from the little Korean boy from uh, Arrested Development, Anyang, but it's not with the G, it's just Anyan, and then woo added to it. Uh, we landed into a war. <clears throat> we, we came in, we hit the beachhead in an invasion, and we've taken two days straight. Uh, we expect to take tomorrow on the tick. We expect to take Sunday on the tick which means that as of Sunday, we have, will have won the war. We have successfully uh, <clears throat> entangled other people in the system in wars with each other. So our plan is we're going to keep on running. We're going to run right through them while they're all distracted and tied up in their entanglements. And we're going to take control of this system immediately. And once we have control of this system, we're going to look to expand it and keep it moving because... The next jump will put us at the, if we are able to shape it correctly, and if there you know, is an opening at that time that we could hit, the next jump should put us at the theoretical outer limits of reach of the soul system. So we would need to do that jump and then realistically one more so that we can hit our final target, which I, I'm not gonna say where it is. It's kind of, we're keeping it a little low key, but it's, it's very close to the soul system. From that system, we will expand one more time to just test what happens 
Um, <clears throat> if we go into Seoul, that would be awesome. If we don't go into Seoul, we're not going to be heartbroken. We're going to cross it up the list. We're going to count that as the success of taking the Dark Wheel, historically locked to one area, Shindez and the little system 926 right next to it. We will have taken the Dark Wheel from Shindez to Seoul, the birthplace uh, and cradle of humanity. And at that point, we're going to keep on marching and we're heading right to LFT 509. And you guys know why. You know why. I can't tell you, but you know. All right. Now, in the meantime, we're not wasting time with this. We've also expanded or we're pending expansion again in 926. We figured, what the hell? We're going to keep this party rolling. We will be expanding soon, TM. And when we do, we're going to try to shape it so that we land in our first step on the way to phase three, which is towards Lave, because that's going to go in the opposite direction from, uh, you know, Shindez. Um, so phase one is going to be the Seoul. Phase two will be from Seoul to 509. But while we're at it, since we had all of this extra uh, influence, we're going to, like I said, just take a little pop and, and shoot on over to Lave. We'll start working things on every which way to make sure that we can kind of keep these expansions rolling. Um, we're picking up steam so well, things are fantastic for the Dark Wheel. Now, in addition to all of this, I've just been personally having so much fun seeing tons of fun uh, on the Discord. People are grouping up in wings and doing uh, conflict zones. People have been loving the, like, the bloodthirsty aspect of this has been hilarious. Like I said, the, the Discord is continuing to grow. We're now, literally, as the show goes on, more and more people joining. We're, we're now sitting at uh, 1,265 people. Huge but numbers. It's, 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 it doesn't stop, man. It's like it just keeps on, keeps on rolling. Um, <clears throat> I want to take a moment to say a very, very special thank you to Commander Burr and Commander Rini for the amazing turning the wheel program video that they did earlier in the week. Did you guys get a chance yeah, to see I that? Thought, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yes, I looked at it. It was fantastic. The the videography that those guys, I mean, the skills are, are beyond compare. They're, they're yeah, so awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a moment during the video and I can't explain that moment, but there was a moment during that video where after it was over, I just had to stop in awe of Rini's camera work. Oh yeah. It, it just blew me out of the water. Like. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Incredible. And and it was a fantastic summary of, of what has been going on with turning the wheel. Mm -hmm. I mean that 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 in itself, you know, the, the subject matter is one thing, the videography is another. That that mm -hmm. that, that whole video was just great. I mean it was it was uh, perfect. Absolutely. The link to it will be in the show notes for you to check out if you haven't seen it already. And if you haven't seen it already, dude, what's up, man? Definitely go subscribe to Commander Burr, the Burr Pit, and and enjoy Burr's sexy voice and Rini's sexy camera work. The two of them are the dream team. They are they're getting it done. <clears throat> so, guys, 
I, I so now we've sort of covered all of the stuff. I got you guys in on the last bit, but I, I I hit like five points. Oh, we are by the way, we are at war with the Earls of Agilips. <laughs> I didn't name them. I don't. I'm the, I'm <laughs> the staying Earls. back. I'm the yeah. We'll just call them the Earls because that's a little weird. <laughs> Wasn't Earl one of the dads on dinosaurs? <laughs> or not one of the dad on dinosaurs in BC TGIF show. I think so. Earl and Fran. Yeah, those that was their names. Confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, what it, I mean, let's hear some stories and some stuff. I know, like, I've done some CZs with, with uh, Arson. I know we've been having some fun. Let's hear, what, what do you guys think of all this stuff? The expansion on the one side, the, all of the shenanigans on the other side to sort of just shoot us right to the top? Yeah, I, you know, I, personally, I'm I'm currently in in the middle of a CZ with with Arson and a few others here. We're 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 do- we're wrecking it is what we're doing. Right on, right on. <laughs> it's right. it's been fantastic. I've heard a lot of really good things from the people I've been winging with, and a lot of people, including myself, have said this is the most fun they've had in a very long time. Beautiful. Well, we're running a little late with the technical difficulties and whatnot, so we're going to just keep on trucking quick now. The next thing up is uh, let's let's do our feedback and uh, our prize winner. Uh, I'm going to go ahead now and announce that our prize winner for... Uh, oh, actually, wait. No, I should definitely let you guys read through. We've selected uh, the top couple and pulled things out. Um, Fee, why don't you start first? All right. So, uh, yeah, our first uh, first selection came from uh, our good friend from the Discord, uh, Commander DJ Wiley. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase and, and read some of what he uh, relates to uh, each of, of uh, his uh, submissions for, for last week's discussion. Uh, the first piece is he, he is expecting a return of the lore. Uh, he he uh, says that surely they have to build things coming up to space legs. Uh, he's expecting this to be an expansion of the Thargoid-related narrative based on the Thargoids in the flesh part of the leak last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that's the first piece that he alludes to. Uh, the mm-hmm. second piece uh, for the second topic was all of the player-made content happening right now is awesome. Uh, it shows how much of a devoted and enthusiastic player-based elite really has. Uh, there is more going on now with player-made content than I can ever remember before. Uh, I don't think I can really ask for much more uh, from the community. Uh, but one thing I think we really do need to see is the return of some Galnet activity and CGs or IIs from FDev themselves at some stage soon. Uh, player yes. activities are great, but the galaxy still just seems a bit empty without some official storyline coming through. Uh, here, here on that one uh, for me as well. Uh, real, and then, real quick, yeah. I just yeah. want to say, DJ, you're you're going to be happy soon. Kai, I'm I mean, sure that's the, not the first time you, you've the, told you've told the people fact that. that we have buttons in this game. For controlling Galnet things, there's three buttons, four buttons dedicated to Galnet in this game. Play, stop, forward track, and backtrack. That's four buttons I could use for way more functions in the game. Right on. And and finally, uh, for number three, plain and simple, DJ Wiley says he's left us a review on iTunes. So thank you, DJ Wiley, for that. Do you want to read the review? It's it's there. Um, I must have missed that, Kai. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he likes us. I'll leave it at that. Just so uh, much. I got it. He likes I got us. It. Uh, his review reads: I listen a lot to Elite Dangerous podcasts and streams, and Elite Week is one I never miss. 
It hasn't been running too long, but it's already finding its stride with great content and discussion from the hosts. If you're looking for a weekly deep dive into the world of Elite Dangerous and all the happenings in the community, then this is the place to be. Great stuff. Yeah, th- thanks for that, Arson. I, I I remember reading that now, and and uh, I, I have to say that that the way that that uh, Wiley had provided us this stuff in in the Discord, it was a bit jumbled up. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and blame the metric system because he's over there in Ireland. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for that review, and uh, again, thanks for the submission. Actually, little known fact: Ireland is not on the metric system. They weigh everything in potatoes. All right. So next up, we have. Single Malt Scotty's uh, review. Arson, can you, uh, or input rather, can you uh, read that out? Absolutely. Uh, so he left off with question one, you know, just as a reminder uh, for the storyline, what kind of expectations. And he says, I don't have anything specific for a storyline that I'm expecting, but storyline based missions or quests would be nice to spice things up a bit. I happen mm-hmm. to agree the. Uh, Ramta missions were one of the coolest missions oh, hell yeah. in the game. Elite or Frontier, rather, they can definitely deliver, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the future now that they are very clearly warmed up. The other thing that he said for question two, which is what do you think of all the player made content going out, and what else would you like to do? Uh, His answer on that was, I think the player-made content is great for the game. I'm impressed by the creativity this community has, and I can't wait to see what they come up with next. He also went on to say, I would like to see mission boards on fleet carriers with a system for player-created missions. Maybe a few fill-in-the-blank templates, such as source and return, blank number of blank, and I'll play you blank of blank and we could offer from our own inventories credits goods engineering materials and maybe even arcs i love that i would really really like that it'd be another win for fleet carriers absolutely absolutely and i mean in addition to the win we're already seeing with all of the people you know the dssa is already like half up and running like more than half of this the the uh ships are on station the rest are should be coming very very soon you know you've got the axi killing it with theirs you've got all of the people i can't tell you how many people have been enjoying because you know and yanwu does not offer a large pad people have been enjoying the hell out of uh our our carriers in the system and uh and really you know getting it done as we turn that wheel and i know that all across the game there's been a ton of bgs work that's you know being done with those and and obviously anybody that's been at uh swoils or or the cell system you know the the diamond load up or the diamond unload system has definitely been seeing carriers doing some work. So that is for sure a thing that, uh, you know, more more good stuff with the carriers, I think, are, are definitely sort of on the way. It's not a thing, I think, so much that, that they're going to be looking to design a lot more stuff to go with carriers. I think it's going to be more along the lines of carriers exist in the galaxy, which modify everything, regardless of, what it is and then just as they put in new stuff that modification is a thing that's going to be a part of of all of it so i'm going to also pull up this one isn't eligible for the prize this week because jello wiggler uh sent us a 
uh, recorded message, which will be linked in the show notes. And he had a really good uh, point. I'm not going to play the whole thing because he recorded it while he was driving and there's some sort of road noises and whatnot, but I'm going to sum up what he said. Uh, and again, this isn't eligible for the prize because it was on the previous weeks. He was talking on the discussion of um, sort of the dynamic uh, gold rush, you know, scenario that we had discussed. And, and his comment on it was <clears throat> that uh, we sort of covered the idea of why dynamic gold rushes would be good, but he feels that there should be more emphasis on the whole aspect of the point of a gold rush is that it is a limited quantity, i.e. you run out of the thing and now you have to go somewhere else because there is no more of the thing. So as an example, you know, <clears throat> Europeans kind of exhausted their easily reachable uh, um, sort of quantities of gold and then they, you know, came across to the new world and started, you know, hacking people up to make them give them gold. And and so, <clears throat> uh, obviously, the, in this scenario, it would be more along the lines of, you know, we need low temperature diamonds. It's not going to be you just go to Swoils and get low temperature diamonds for the rest of your life. He likes the idea of saying, you know, <clears throat> there's X number and once X number of diamonds have been sort of depleted from that area go somewhere else and look for a new thing or you know maybe x number in a, in a weekly tick or whatever and then or you have to you know move on or whatever with regard to i would i would point out sort of as an exception or as a um uh as an exception to the whole thing about um uh the, the, the like the idea of a limited amount of low temperature diamonds when you're talking about a massive massive ring uh you know that is around an entire planet <clears throat> you're gonna you're talking about sort of millions and millions of miles of rocks so there there would continually be a process of new discoveries and then depleting one area and then a new discovery and depleting another area <clears throat> so I definitely take some slight exception to the idea of, well, this is all depleted because as, as you know, we're literally finding even on earth, it's like, okay, we've depleted all of X. Oh, we just found a new deposit of X. And this is a continual cycle. And when you're dealing with entire star systems, you know, much less than one planet, you're going to have sort of new areas found almost continually so i think that's more a situation where <clears throat> it, it, it doesn't lend itself to being that easy to define the depletion point but i do find the idea of a depletion point intriguing and the idea of saying you know i think that maybe lends itself more towards the idea of <clears throat> like dj wiley's idea of you know a shuffle every whatever six months or whatever uh i think there is a certain aspect of it where you just go with, okay, this is gameplay, this is whatever, but, um, you know, along the lines of like, hey, look, if we had dynamic gold rushes, like we said, we're like this month or this week, low temperature diamonds are, are what people are looking for next week, void opals, next week, bendidoite, next week, alexandrite, whatever. I think that does enough of an aspect of keeping it mixed up without 
like really saying like okay now go for a whole new hot go for whole new hot spots or what have you but um it was an interesting feedback and for those who want to hear it like i said it's going to be in the show notes you can download it and listen to it it's an interesting and compelling argument so listen to it and tell me what you think but anyways <clears throat> those were the top three that i've sort of pulled out and we're going to respond to and the winner this week is dj wiley phenomenal points uh phenomenal review uh, it, all good so dj wiley wins the entrepreneur pack uh sorry last week's was the assassins pack dj wiley wins the assassins pack and i will be messaging him in discord with the codes he gets a uh what do you call that decal like we, we just talked about AXI has a decal. He wins a special exclusive decal and two special exclusive paint jobs that you cannot even buy. <clears throat> you just can only get it from Frontier. These are ones that were for like old, uh, like, oh, packs from like 2016 or like. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's old stuff and it's, I, I, I'm jealous. What ships are they for? <clears throat> uh, so the two ships, let me pull it up real quick right here just to actually one second. That sounds um, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up the actual. Here we go. So the Assassin Pack <clears throat> is GamesCon. The decal is from GamesCon, uh, and it's got kind of like the old uh, British uh you know uh air force sort of symbol where you've got the the outer circle and then the inner circle but it's <clears throat> not the british colors mm -hmm. and then and i'm partially colorblind so you're gonna have to bear with me on that there's a special uh paint job for the vulture that looks nifty and a pax east paint job for the eagle that looks very 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 sharp Oh, awesome. <clears throat> so I always like hearing about the exclusive paint jobs. Mm -hmm. Makes me think about like how cool it would be if there was a triple elite exclusive paint job. That would be awesome. Which, I think yes, every ship guess. in the game should have that. Yes. I, think, <clears throat> I think A, that would be awesome. B, I would love to see a exclusive paint job for those people that have taken the uh, Fetty or the Empire grind to King or admiral as oh yeah all to. the way yeah. yeah once like maxing out something in this game should give you a cool thing that is not easy to get because we all know that money doesn't mean anything anymore so triple elite give us a paint job right i dig it yeah i actually hit uh, federal uh admiral this week just accidentally and was like okay yeah, woo, you know big whoop i got nothing yeah, it's for it. like celebrate for yourself it feels good for you but like then it's over. Basically, everything past your first elite, and then it's over. Yeah. So this week's prize, and we're going to get to the the the, uh, the way that you win it in a little bit. But I just want to hit it up while we're here because I'm on, I'm looking at the thing. This week's prize is the Entrepreneur Pack, which is a special, uh, exclusive old GamesCon Cobra uh, paint job, a special exclusive Pax South Vulture paint job and a special exclusive EGX decal. And the decal is a little uh, a little X right there. In, in, you know, oh, cool. It's nifty. Yeah, it's, it's nifty stuff. 
So, all right. DJ Wiley, congratulations. <clears throat> For those who are saying like, well, hey, man, I want to win a decal. I want to win a paint job. Very easy to do. Number one, you can write in to EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com with your feedback. Uh, or <clears throat> you can, and you can even record a, uh, you know, a uh, feedback if you if you want to do that and <clears throat> just send it as a, a attachment in there to the email or you can send it to me as an attachment in discord you can go into the elite week discord and post it in the show feedback section <clears throat> under general text channels uh, or you can uh, put your response and I will look uh, every every day up until the you know the uh, next Friday when we record uh, you can put it right there in the uh, in the uh, comments section of the YouTube video. So whichever way works best for you, we will collect them all, sift them out. And when we do the rundown meeting, we'll decide who wins. So you could win these snazzy things for yourself for next week. <clears throat> all right. Let's keep this train moving. We've got... <clears throat> next up uh, was myself and dubs and uh astro down to earth astronomy we had fun on astro stream on tuesday stealing sap eight cores um these are a very sort of rare item i think these were probably the most rare item in the game the most rare of rare commodities number one they're legal everywhere um the story behind these is odd. They were thought to be part of some sort of a mystery. They were thought very much to be tied to Raxla or some other uh, uh, mystery with regard to the club. The background story on it is apparently the club has these things and it's some sort of a shard <clears throat> that has some kind of like key or map information on it, but it's inside of this cargo container that uh, has a like nuclear core or something on there and it's set to where like if you tamper with the container in any way like it's set that like only the club operatives can type in the code to access it if you um, tamper with the container to try to sort of break it to get at it it sets off the little nuclear charge or whatever and everything in the you know all the contents of the of the container are destroyed <clears throat> now this was uh it, the way that you find this is super, super weird. You go to Civil War Systems, and in Civil War Systems, um, you will find these military couriers that are uh, just like, how do I say this? They're flying around in the systems very, very rarely. You have to like hunt and hunt and hunt for them. And when you find one, you attack it. Well, You'll find it in Super Cruise. You first have to interdict it, knock it out of Super Cruise. <clears throat> then you have to, um, well, I mean, you should cargo scan it, make sure that you've got the right one. Once you got one that has SAP 8 cores on them, then you want to light them up. When you light them up, you don't want to kill them. You just want to sort of drop his shields and then start sending in hatch breaker limpets. You break the hatch. These guys have a lot of point defense. And as soon as you attack them, they call in reinforcements and they drop in a massive group of reinforcements that all try to attack you. So me, Dubs, and Down to Earth Astronomy together, the three of us, 
were able to pull it off, but I mean, it was dicey. Dubs exploded once, down to earth ran away with like, you know, 5% haul or four, like just low haul. It was, it was, it was crazy, crazy fun. It sounds awesome. I want to try. Yeah. And so here's a weird thing about this thing. You swear a lot from what I heard. Uh, a few, I, I didn't as much dubs did, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so here's on, on, on this one. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll swear all night. It doesn't matter. We're just, this is, you know, whatever we're listed as not for kids, but, uh, I, I try to be good though when I'm on, you know, down to earth or plate or whatever when I'm visiting somebody else. So, uh, but anyways, this SAP 8 core that was this rare, super rare, hard to get commodity, yada, yada, yada. It was in the game early, early on, and it was a big mystery item that people were using to uh, sort of try to, you know, hit it with the spectrogram. They were trying to, uh, you know, honk it ping it, put it next to a Thargoid sensor, put it next to a probe, drop it into a this, do something with that. Like, oh, what happens if you take it to a map room? What happens if you... People were investigating all kinds of stuff with it. And it was hotly believed that they were, you know, like, oh my God, we're figuring stuff out. This is going to go somewhere. And then Frontier put a stop to all of it and yanked them out of the game. Literally. Yanked them out of the game. And people that already had one, this is back before the days of fleet carriers where you could store them. People had one in their cargo hold. They logged in, looked the next day. It wasn't in their cargo hold anymore. And people opened up tickets uh, to complain to Frontier that they were missing property, their stuff. And Frontier apparently responded. I haven't seen a copy of this, but multiple people on the forums and on Reddit had said that Frontier responded. This was part of a Raxla storyline or a thing, whatever, that we're discontinued. Uh, it's removed from the game. It's not there anymore. Sorry, but like this was not an accident. We meant to take it away. You you can't have that. Just took it away. And then very, very quietly, some point around 3.3, they put it back in the game. Didn't announce it. Didn't say anything. Just put it back in there. And it was noticed at like 3.3.5 is the earliest thing where I can see where somebody noticed it. They're like, hey, this is back. That's weird. And so <clears throat> there are other theories that I'm not going to get into. And there's some other lines of inquiry that we're working on that I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss yet. But there's some stuff with that where it's going to be useful down the line, I think. So <clears throat> I, I've got, I think, what, like four of them sitting in my fleet carrier in my, in my cargo. And uh, yeah, they are not for sale. They're going to be very very useful after we do some other stuff with the dark wheel but uh so take a look at the stream it's in the show notes and hopefully you'll find it interesting as well moving right along we've got the elite oh i'm sorry guys this was super super rude do you guys have anything you want to add on the sap 8 cores issue uh just that i had an epiphany <laughs> i'm not actually going to explain while on air fair um, I want to do. Okay. <laughs> Your awesome. explanation of them got my mind churning. Right on. Yeah, I mean, anybody me, else? For, for me, Kai, this, this is just another one of those damn things in this game that I had no idea about until I watched you guys do that this week and 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 really learned more about the game. This game is so like it it goes on and on and on with all the different things that are built into this game that that you know even. I'm over, like I said, I'm over 2,500 hours in Steam uh, with this game, and I, I didn't know about this thing. I'm still learning things about this game. It just blows my mind. Right on. Right on. So, Ender, what do you think? Have I stoked your interest with Sap 8 Cores? 
Uh, yeah, it is definitely interesting. Uh, really excited about that that instance uh, that you talked about with down to down to earth astronomy that you guys were playing. Mm-hmm. That's that sounds really cool. I'm always interested to find about out about new mission kind of things. I mean, you wouldn't really call it a mission, would you? No, this isn't a mission. And in fact, this is you're going to end up pissing off a lot of cops. You're going to end up getting bounties. Um, it's really, really weird because they call them in waves. It's not even like you can just wipe them out and get back to this guy. But I would say that this is sort of a if if you were to go along the lines of thinking like Skyrim style or whatever, this is sort of a hidden quest line that you have to really, uh, you know, get into. Yeah, I like that. I want I want more more of that kind of stuff right on so take a look take a look maybe uh, check out astro stream on it and uh <clears throat> maybe you'll have an idea of something to do that can take it somewhere yeah, all right let's, love it. yeah yeah let's hop into the elite tech update there is a lot of stuff tonight on this uh so number one <clears throat> uh commander and then and well here we go athanasius you, you got it has taken over the EDMC Elite Market Connector and it is being updated to 4.0. 4.0 is incoming, which runs on Python 3.7 support. These are a lot of words that were written down, so I read them. Arson's now going to explain what they mean. So it is perhaps some of the best news that could be happening for ED Market Connector. For those of you not in the know, ED Market Connector is a very small, lightweight application. It's written in the Python coding language. You install it, and it has the ability to connect to the Frontier API linked to your account, so it can pull uh, data on the star system, well, kind of the star system here, but stations that you're docked at, it can pull all their market data. There's a lot of really good, useful information in there. Fleet carrier your fleet carrier, your ships, your assets, um, your travel, what you have in storage, what your engineering stats are. It pulls all of this stuff. It exposes it to you in files on your computer if you want, but it also lets you link to things like Nara, which we're going to talk about later as well, uh, and, and other tools. It's just an amazing thing, and all the tools that we use online are fed by programs like ED Market Connector, ED Discovery, and whatnot that commute, uh, contribute data to the Elite Dangerous Data Network. The reason that this update to 4.0 on EDMC is fantastic is because Python 3.7 is the current standard. The tool is programmed in Python 2 something, but as soon as it's updated to 3.7, all of the stuff that you see people building for these really cool bots that people are throwing in these channels is going to suddenly become really, really, uh, all those tools, those APIs and things that people are building those features out of. EDMC using Python 3.7 means that you're going to see a lot of really cool plugins uh, start being made for it, such as uh, ED Recon, which uh, is fantastic. I use it every day. I don't play without it. It automatically updates me when I jump into a system, shows me things such as what uh, materials are in the system based on the background sim states. So if you're looking for that Imperial Shielding, you can jump in the system and it's going to say, oh, hey, you're in a place that spawns this and that's a 90% drop rate right now. And you can actually go, okay, let's go find these uh, these high reses or not high reses, but the uh, the signal sources that they're in and, and go grab that material. It's super yes, the high rates. 
Amazing. Yeah, mine, I, I use it too, uh, Arson, and, and uh, it, it, this thing has been alerting me all night that there's this Joker Arson Cross in, in the system I'm in who, who I should probably keep an eye on, so it's good for that as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's they know him. Yeah, the, uh, the social aspect too is fantastic. If you are looking to stay safe and want to help other people stay safe, uh, ED Recon allows you to automatically contribute events like if somebody interdicts you or somebody kills you that can be shared and those people are tracked as outlaws and then as other people using ed recon are traveling around uh they see those alerts when they enter a dangerous system this person this this wanted criminal this terrorist was spotted here like two hours ago and they killed somebody you get all that information right there and you can even issue commands to it in your in-game chat and get things like the nearest interstellar factors material traders and whatnot and the that's next, really cool <laughs> the next point on it is actually commander litkino who did ed recon um he actually just released an update that allows you to opt in it's not on by default but it allows you to opt in whenever you jump your carrier when you schedule it if you're running ed recon it'll catch that event in your commander's log and share it with a network so that as carriers move around it can update people out of game it's super super useful has a lot of potential and i know that he is working on uh, more things with that as well Which I guess leads me on to the next point, because this is arguably one of the biggest things to happen. Now, about a year ago, I talked to Artie, Commander Artie, earlier today of Anara.cz fame. Um, everybody can thank him for probably one of the most badass tools that we have oh, available yeah. to us. Agreed. Agreed. The number one. Um, and a great source of fan fiction. Yeah, and it kind of slid under the radar. There was Reddit posts for it but a year ago uh almost a year ago exactly um frontier uh in their common api or their cappy or c api depending on how you want to announce it uh that included new data for console players xbox and playstation up until this week there weren't applications really using that commander arty has completed his support for PlayStation and Xbox <clears throat> commanders to now log into Inara.cz and link to the Frontier API. And now all of you console players now get the badass ability to track your materials, build shopping lists, look at your assets, and all of that stuff. Everything that we've been doing, you guys now have that ability. Yeah, And you can thank Commander Artie and Anara.cz, HTTPS. So, it's very so cool. So real quick, real That's quick, really I want to cool. say uh, thank you very much to Commander <laughs> Artie. For all of you commanders out there on the consoles, my Xbox and PlayStation brethren, like this is, I think, the biggest news in Elite pretty much all week and i haven't heard it anywhere this is so weird yeah and just to, to plug the discord for elite week this was caught because of the feeds so if you want to keep on the know it's a good place to look yeah and and you know it's funny because last week arson when i was doing my bit just speaking to all the different tools and utilities and and technologies and things that we get to play with as pc 
uh, elite play players, I, I felt bad because, uh, you know, my origin, I started this game with Xbox uh, and transitioned over to PC. And, and the biggest reason I did that was because of all those widgets and tools and things that we get to play with. It's fantastic that, that our Artie has, has made that adjustment uh, to uh, Anara to, to allow that capability. So uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic to see that, that uh, our, our PS4 and, and XB1 brethren are going to get to, to see the same benefits there. So that's great stuff. Just the ability for them to go into Inara and do like a shopping list for their, uh, what do you call engineering it? Their or engineering or synthesis? Yeah, man. Their it's engineering pretty huge. is massive. They're like, okay, I need to engineer these modules. Okay, make your list. Do it. And I, between, if you take those two things together, if you take number one, the, you know, ED market connector updating to the new thing that has access to all of these new, oh, you could do new you know, sort of modules or apps or I don't know, whatever for it. And then you put that together with this Anara being able to access the API to pull stuff for the thing. I, I can't imagine it's going to be too long before we see an app for, you know, your, your iPhone or Android tablet or whatever that it's like, okay, <clears throat> this pulls the information from, Inara that's linked to my uh, PlayStation account or Xbox account and then it cross references to the EDMC and now I can get uh, what is that ED engineer or whatever like I, I have on my computer without even thinking about it. like they're going to be able to do cool stuff or maybe that's not how that works I'm just an idiot with computers but I think it could maybe you no know, it is really cool I mean and imagine if also we could finally get cross-play with these other worlds as well. Oh, that's especially, now, especially now that we have fleet carriers that exist in all aspects of the game. I've actually had people like join me for a mining party on console and I'm like, mm -hmm. you can jump with us, but it's like you're in a parallel universe because you can't <laughs> see us. That's awesome. Like We know you're there. I know you're there and you know I'm here, but like just be back on the boat in time. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's very cool, super cool. Uh, it's helping to make the community bigger because that's what this game needs. Every single person who plays this game needs to be able to play this game together. That's the only way that we're going to survive and keep things happening is if the whole community is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. And we have, uh, did, did we cover the LTD thing? Was that part of the, I, I forgot. Not yet. So. The the next one it's it's a very interesting tool. I don't remember the name. There was another trade tool way back in the day that was command line. You, you type it out like you're a '80s hacker. Uh, but Commander, I, I might butcher this, and I apologize. But uh, Commander Zrakeep, Z R A K I E P. At least that's his Reddit name. I don't know if it's a game name. Uh, but he built a tool in, uh, I don't know what language or any of that, but it is something that you run in your Windows command prompt. Uh, so you can run as many of them as you want. And it allows you to look up, uh, I believe it might be limited to LTD prices, but I think it's it's a general like looking up fleet carrier markets in the area you're at specifically. Mm -hmm. So 
it it's pretty nifty little thing it's definitely worth checking out uh, especially if you like geeky stuff while you are playing and trying to look up prices so it's going to be kind of similar to anara but you can also uh, get it on the command line tool get it on anara get it on edub it's just another way that you can enjoy all that uh, lovely delicious data awesome and the last thing on the list we have from commander old duck he's got that atmospheric mod now uh, Obsidian Ant did an awesome video on it where it shows it off, and and the link. Oh, to, I've seen this. Yes, I know yeah, what you're talking the, about now. The, the link to that video, as well as the link to the ED Market Connector upgrade on GitHub, and the ED Recon attachment, and the Inara one, all of those, you know, the the Reddit thing on on the guy with the command line tool, all of these things are going to be in the show notes for you to enjoy as of say an hour or two after the show goes live on on the stream and it will be also in the podcast show notes for you guys to to check out so tell us uh, this this video old ducks atmospheric bot i understand it's literally just sort of tricks with shaders and dynamic whatever and this that and the other but in watching that video like literally it was it was uh uh you know it, obsidian ants just flying around in game on a planet but these shaders it made it look like he was you know like like the planet sort of similar blue sky it's that yeah, blue, it blue sky. sky it looked Crazy. like the one from the odyssey trailer with the exception of it didn't have like the really enhanced graphics and whatnot yeah you know it was interesting because somebody posted content this week that said that um atmospheric landings were faked and they and they were speaking i believe to the shader mod at the same time i you know i think uh it, it, it might have been uh galactic that news was, yeah. that was watherspoon and yeah. that was a, that was a joke that yeah, was tongue in cheek I, I, I know i know it was a joke and and but but i mean this this is exactly what he was speaking to right and mm -hmm. and uh yes. it it just uh you know it 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 got me thinking as well as like you know is it did did uh did fdev uh, try to pull a fast one on on all of us just using this mod uh, to think that we're going to get these uh, atmospheric landings and, and everybody's going to have blue sky. So it was uh, it was definitely awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's jump right ahead. Real quick, I want to hit, we had Grover Kiwi on the show a couple weeks ago and we talked about the Matariki Tiki Tour. And uh, I just want to hit it up because it's happening as of, I think it, it goes live as of Sunday. So, you know, day after tomorrow and it's going to be up for for a while so people have the opportunity to do it but i real quick want to hit this up again this is a what do you call it uh expedition that you can do but it's not one of those where okay i need to mark off three months or four months or six months it's one that you can do in one play session so you can go to edsm you can sign up for it and this celebrates the matariki so I'm going to describe it real quick. The Matariki is the Maori New Year. It's the name for the, the cluster of stars that they have, which is visible in their night sky at, at a specific time of year in June, July-ish. Uh, Matariki will reappear in the dawn sky, signaling the start of the Maori New Year. Because the Maori follow the lunar, their own lunar calendar, not the European solar calendar, uh, the dates for the Matariki change every year. Uh, this expedition is to celebrate the Matariki, which means the eyes of the god. Come celebrate the Maori New Year and share in a little bit about the Maori culture from Aotearoa. Wait. Yeah, Aotearoa. 
the, which one. is which is their word for New Zealand. Um, find a little bit out about the uh, Matariki, and you can visit the Matariki website at Tewananga o Aotearoa, which is uh, uh, sort of a cultural uh, site. It's got uh, their their website, and it's got a, a link to the video of Tewananga. Aotearoa. The, the the hard part there to me is the last word, which is the the Tewaranga part is fairly easy, but the Aotearoa is uh, how they say New Zealand. Um, so in the show notes, you're going to ha- have the EDSM link. You can sign up for this. I think Grover's actually doing a little video, and he's going to do it live, so <clears throat> you're going to um, be able to, uh, you know, see him sort of explain it all and this is a guy that you know is a professor of maori culture uh at the local college and you're gonna you know kind of get to see a cool thing now just because i haven't explained this yet the matariki which is the news you know the maori uh you know cluster of sort of sacred stars that that play such a part in their uh uh mythos is the same cluster of stars that we call the Pleiades from Greek mythos. So you're talking about, you know, out there where people are doing that AXI combat. You're talking about, you know, Pleone and Asterope and uh, all of, you know, the seven sisters, the, the you know, the <clears throat> the daughters of Titan. Uh, it's a super, super cool thing. And for people who are like, hey, man, I've always been interested in EDSM, but I don't want to sign up for a thing where I'm going out in the black for six months and I, it's intimidating or whatever. Sign up for this. You, you've got a, a good chunk of time to do it. You can see the video where he kind of takes you on a guided tour and is going to explain all the stuff. Uh, you can be there live when it happens. And it's not a huge investment of your time. You can do it, you know, in a play session. You can do it in, you know, three, four hours and have the whole thing. <clears throat> I will warn you that the ending of this expedition is in the soul system. He's bringing it back to Earth. Soul system requires a permit, but you can knock that out in a day easy doing fed rank. You only need to get petty officer for that. So <clears throat> it starts off in uh, Alpha Centauri in the Hutton system, flies out to the Pleiades, spend a couple hours down there bopping around a couple systems and shoot back to Earth and call it good. It's very, 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 very cool. And it's, I, I don't know, I just, I dig it. And also, I just wanted to throw in because in honor of Grover and this whole thing with, you know, uh, New Zealand Maori pride, there was a video from uh, the dude Anton from What the Math, the the very cool scientist, mathematician guy, about the new continent of Zealandia. Zealandia, I guess, is in the process of being reclassified now as the eighth continent on Earth. Basically, long story short, and you can the video is in the show notes. You can click on it and watch it for yourself. <clears throat> this is real world science. This is not you know made up. You know this isn't sci fi stuff. The, the long story short, there's a huge chunk of a landmass, like a, a a continent, like maybe half as big as Australia or 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 uh, uh, in that area, <clears throat> that is just slightly underwater, and New Caledonia, and far far away. Uh, uh, is a sort of on the north side of it and New Zealand is on the south side of it <clears throat> and there are these sort of mountain ranges that stick up from that area that is now being 
in the process of reclassified as the eighth continent of the world. And uh, it's sort of important for all kinds of stuff. There's going to be mineral rights and, you know, there's going to be oil there and whatever, because, you know, 35 million years ago, that was above ground. There were lots of dinosaurs. They died and dead dinosaurs plus time equals oil. So that's why it's going to be interesting for the world. Uh, but I just think it's nifty that it's like, holy crap, they found a new continent ish like found out they know about it but whatever it's being classified it's not the kind of thing that happens every day it's kind of interesting so all right <clears throat> moving along science the next go ahead i was just saying science that's all yeah science uh the next point we've got seven questions from pc gamer to pierce oh. jackson they uh they did hit a rapid fire questions uh for pierce i kind of felt bad for pierce because it's like oh man this this is an awesome guy and <laughs> the dude that they paired him up with for those those questions was uh it's rough yeah yeah cringy but, cringy super but, cringy but you know it's technically it's a bit of news that dropped so we covered it and we're moving along you I mean, look at the votes on it like the votes tell the whole story yeah it's listed in the show notes you can watch it for yourself it's it's like two minutes long it's not going to be a long investment of your time but you can also skip it and you won't miss anything uh all right the next issue is when planets collide and the space pistachio squid monster now i know that got your attention on the subject of videos that aren't lame this week's which space news right was obviously awesome because it's which space news and if you're not subscribed to burr then you're doing it wrong go subscribe but the you know as he's doing the whole story of you know hey this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened the 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 actual camera work the film footage that you see on screen the videography is amazing stuff and uh it 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 involves this flying pistachio spaghetti monster which uh technically according to the game is called the stolen trees and you can find them in the system f-l-y-o-o-g-r-o-a oh just f-l-y-o-o space g-r-o-a space x-w dash w space c4 dash 13 a link will be in the show notes these were found by commander ren solson or at least that's who notified the Burrs about it and invited them in so that Rini could sit in. That was one of two awesome, awesome things. And you really need to see that video to see the footage. This thing looks like, what the hell, man? That exists in this game? They're super, super rare. And I definitely want to go take a visit to see one for myself. The other crazy rare thing that they found, which uh, Commander Fee has a picture up on the screen of, is... A weird anomaly in the, let's say, orbital trajectories of these two planetary bodies. <clears throat> there is a series of pictures, which you can find on the Burr Discord, uh, for sure, go check it out, that has a series of photographs of these two planets approaching each other, approaching each other, and then colliding, and then that mutant potato picture Basically, what you're seeing is the one go through the other. And we were I was kind of like, wow, are we going to see, like, is it going to explode? Is it going to break like a rock? No, nope, it's a computer glitch. What you end up seeing over the course of a couple hours is those two things 
coming in like lovers, going for a kiss, then passing through each other, and then continuing on their way. Totally crazy, weird, awesome stuff. Brought to you by the beautiful people at the Burr Pit. Guys, what do you think? Yeah, you, you know, I, I picked up the alert uh, from the Burr Pit feed in my Discord uh, and, and missed the uh, actual event when it happened. But but just seeing these pictures, you know, again, this is one of those things. Number one, Reenie and Burr, fantastic again with, with the pictures and, and just uh, sharing your experience in space with us. Uh, and just seeing this kind of event, I had always wondered what would happen if, if this happened and, and it was great to see that these guys captured it uh frankly personally I'm, I'm a little disappointed that there was not uh mass amounts of explosions or or at least uh space debris but uh you know because it's a bug uh, it's okay so you know great 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 to see uh great to see the experience shared with all of us right on right on all right anybody else got want to hop in on this that i i'm going to get that flying space spaghetti pistachio monster that that shit is too cool yeah the the monster i i didn't think that was from elite and then the second i saw it after that my initial reaction was what else is out there that we have not found yep. like even if it's not a civilization just you know some creature like this, this <laughs> there's a lot of interesting stuff out there i can't wait to see when somebody finds something that just blows our minds minds like those planets like stellar forge i cannot wait till they have uh cosmic events in the mm. engine <laughs> <laughs> right well uh we know that odyssey represents quote a significant yeah. refresh to the underlying code base so for sure we're going to look for some of that Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ender. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said yeah. I thought you I were was pointing. I was pointing at that awesome image of the uh, two moons colliding. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Awesome. It is, is in, insane. And the idea of uh, events happening in the game, like supernovas, or you know, anything changing, I mm. think is really cool. Like, how awesome would it be if a planet? would actually explode and change the orbit in that system because of it or even make a cascading like something would cascade from that explosion maybe a whole system would change yeah man for sure hey uh before we uh yeah you know what let's hop right into state of the game uh like that that a just yes that that whole thing is amazing and who i mean who knows maybe coming up we'll have uh, with that underlying code refresh, maybe, you know, I would love to see rogue planets. I would love to see rogue stars. I would love to see comets. If they were to be like, oh, and by the way, we've set it up to where if two planets were to hit, you know, were to collide or whatever, if they're actually going to have collision physics and we're going to see, you know, whatever. We're going to see some demolition or some whatever, you know, some weird situation where a huge rock hits early proto-Earth and it knocks off a huge chunk of proto-earth and it melds in with it and then earth solidifies and then that other chunk of proto-earth solidifies as the moon shit like that would be amazeballs totally <clears throat> all right so let's move on to state of the game the very first point in state of the game that i want to hit because like this is the most timely and absolutely important thing that is happening right now that you have to get in on is the series 
trial. This is for a series Tarn. So this is uh, a race, a special race that is being done in conjunction with the AXI uh, initiative, the uh, Anti-Xeno Initiative uh, CG. They are uh, doing a race where <clears throat> you start off on series Tarn, you fly out, you kill a Hydra, take its heart, fly over to another uh, location, kill another Hydra, take its heart, fly to the Astros, get to, you know, Astro uh, 2, fly to the Astros, sell the two hearts, you have to take the pictures of it. This thing is ending very, 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 very soon. It's almost done. Um, I have a link that I'm going to put, it's going to be in the show notes, but I'm also putting it right here in the chat right now because this is super, super time sensitive. Uh, <clears throat> get on it this weekend. Get over there and uh, get, you know, take part. If you're one of the people that, A, you love racing, and B, you know, you're you're on the AX side of things, Spectrum, where you're, you're you know, uh, down to take on some interceptors, there's the link. Follow the rules. Make sure that you you know do everything on the up and up, and and record your your uh, uh, actions and turn it in so that you too can take part in the series Tarn trial. Guys, hop in on this. Yeah. I want to do it so bad. Yes, same, <laughs> same, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say in few ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is this is a thing, but yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta put it on your big boy pants and and go out there and and uh, take on. Um, this is not okay. Group kill. This is solo kill. You go out there and you take one on one, and and you squash some bugs. So, for sure, get in on this. <clears throat> I think it's definitely one of the most interesting races that we've ever really seen in Elite. Um, you know, you've got your endurance races and your obstacle races and your exploration races, but I think this is the first time, especially with Thargoids involved, that I've seen a race where <laughs> you're being tested on all parts, and Thargoids aren't, aren't pushovers. No, for no. real. No, it's pretty much the last PvE challenge in the game, other than doing uh, wing missions alone. Yeah. For sure. And that aforementioned new hidden mission we talked about earlier. <laughs> Hashtag hidden mission. Hashtag hidden mission. All <laughs> right. So next up, the CQC players uh, are getting together a group of suggestions. Um, <clears throat> the CQC Discord crew is compiling a list of suggestions for improvements they would like implemented to the game mode. Now, this is a piece of information that we got straight from Witchspace News. It's super interesting. Um, I want to caution people right now. <clears throat> I think from the idea of like making an initiative to do a thing, and I don't want to rain on their parade. I, I am one of, I'm the last guy that wants to rain on their parade. If I was trying to think of a new, fun, interesting thing to do with CQC, I would maybe look along the lines of making a contest of of doing a thing of saying like okay we're gonna do you know <clears throat> the most kills with this kind of ship or the most whatever or 
register your teams and we're going to do uh like a, a demolition derby where it's like okay we're doing group things where we've got brackets of you know whatever 100 or 500 or a thousand brackets of four-man teams we're going to go out there and we're going to you know the you know spaghetti monster pistachio <laughs> versus you know the losers or you know when fat kids attack versus mortal wombat or you know whatever and then like do a bracket or something i don't want to rain on your parade but i just want to say for the cqc guys i dig the idea of making a whole list of suggestions on improvements that's super super awesome and i'm sure that that will be good at some point as far as like you know hey whatever but i think right now frontier is in crunch mode on you know getting odyssey shipped uh and i say shipped you know in in quotation marks as in like complete feature complete and ready to go i think if you give them a list of stuff if you do it sort of in a public manner that seems like it's fair getting very close to the idea of the you know sort of what do you call that that we had not that long ago a year ago the uh or, or september the where people gave them the ultimatum of like, hey, we want these changes and we want them now. And, you know, the whole Yamek squad or whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I think I would be very, very careful. I would think like, okay, it's totally cool. I dig what you're doing as far as like saying, hey, guys, here's some stuff you might want to think about. But just from the idea, from the aspect of like calling it an initiative and making it a big public thing, I would caution that like anyone in different communities right now they're looking to start up a quote-unquote initiative or a, a thing i i 100 support your thing um you know like what we're doing with the dark wheel uh you've got people like yeah the open letter you've got people <clears throat> like the you know the the axi is doing their thing the 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 you know the series tarn trial the amazing race that that the axi is doing right now get in on it the the buckyball races that are coming out all of these different things what they all have in common is we're sort of like not saying okay step one we're generating a list of things we want you to do step two we're waiting for you to do it like it's more along the lines what we're doing is like step one come up with a plan step two make it interesting step three convince a bunch of people to spend their time doing it step four have fun and if frontier gets involved awesome and if they don't so what we're having fun we're doing our thing um so with all love and respect to the the, the cqc guys i think that list that they're generating is probably going to be super super awesome and super super helpful mm, a year two years whatever down the line at some point when they get to the point where they're like okay we're looking at whatever cqc stuff for all i know either there's already cqc changes in odyssey or if there's not then there won't be pretty much regardless of what list you compile right now yeah i, I, I feel like I, a dick I, for saying that but no i i i would envision kai that they're that and, and this is only my creative imagination at this point, but but if they're going to do anything with Odyssey with CQC to make changes beyond us being in spaceships, then then I would I would perceive something CQC-ish with the FPS element, right? So so putting us in some sort of team deathmatch 
on a planet's surface, fighting for political factions, what what have you, um, making those kind of modifications. If we're going to see something with changes to the spaceship aspect of CQC, um, I, I really don't know what will happen there. But but you know, being able to leverage what's going to happen in Odyssey, I think there's a lot of room for opportunity there. Uh, you guys know yeah. I've never played CQC ever. Over what? 2,000 hours. I've never clicked the button once. I'm, I'm still ranked totally worthless or whatever that bottom rank is, so I'm right there with you. I've done it three times uh, when I first started playing the game. And when I first started playing was a little while ago, and it wasn't... I, I From what I hear, it's been picked up a good bit. It's kind of jumping a little bit more. When I first started... I tried three times and I sat there for, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long, nothing happened. And then I was like, all right, well, that's no fun. And then I clicked to like close it out and went to like play in the, in the game active game mode. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's like, if I'm I gonna, much better now. On. I think my feeling is that granted I've never used this before. So mm. please uh, CQC brethren out there, please don't come at me. But I feel like if I want to fight in little fighters or whatever, they're small, I'll just go somewhere in one of my ships and I'll invite someone onto my ship to fly the other fighter and then we'll just fight each other. Or I'll get two ships and we'll I both do. be on our fighters together and do that. I, it's like I don't need the game to organize that for me in a way that might not be that well done. I kind of dig it, though. Like from from I've, I've watched a little bit of it and I've heard from people that are doing it. And there, it's it's more than just that. I think we should try. I think you and I should try it. And 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 and. and I mean, see. it's gonna happen. Some guys on yeah. my channel have been bugging me to do it. Like, do a night so, where we do this. So number one, here here's here's what here's the pluses that I see from it. Okay, number one, you you can get blown up and you don't lose anything. You don't lose your ship. You don't lose your expiration data. You don't lose your bounties. You don't lose anything. Number two, you get blown up and it like loads you in a fully stocked ship and launches you like five seconds later so yeah. like, like it's, fighter it's, mechanics. Just, it's full on arcadey you know daka daka mode and that sounds awesome uh number three it's shit talking with your friends and like nobody feels sore about anything because it's like oh i killed you you like i said you lose nothing so it's just got that extra aspect of shit talking fun and, and then and then on top of that there's the aspect of like they put it in these like fun asteroid rings and like uh and like there's tunnels and shit and it's like a different game mode where um like line of sight works targeting works different like if i target you and you do some top gun maneuver where you you know do a barrel roll and end up behind a rock if i lose sight of you for a second i lose target lock so like oh, it's a different it's a different thing and then on top of that there's even more fun shit that they throw in where it's like oh you fly through this ring and you get like, you know, uh, double guns for like 60 seconds or, or double shields for 60 seconds. Or this one gives you speed boost or this one gives you stealth for like 20 seconds or whatever. Like it's it seems like really like from 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 the stuff that I've heard, it actually sounds cool as shit. So I like I definitely want to do it. I just then why are so many commanders never doing it? Yeah, and I, never I, engaging I, in I, it. I, I, that, I really think it's it's the arcade element that that people don't find a place for when they're playing the game like even what kai mentioned where, where he said i'd rather just be an open or, or or playing the real game i i think people just would rather be there um i i will 
but I will tell you that because I picked up a VR headset a couple weeks ago, I've started playing it again, um, just mm. to give it a shot again and give it an opportunity and see what the experience is like. And and it is fun, um, but but there is like there's not a lot of depth to it. it. It's an arcade game. You're in there. You're 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 blowing people up. Um, you are ranking up. There's a little bit of reward with it, but but you know it's 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 really just a good opportunity to get in there and have some fun for a little while. Um, with with really not much else to it, so I, I think those of us that have been playing the game, the real game, um, for for so long, we just we enjoy the depth of of that real game, and and CQC just kind of glances across the surface, giving us that that fighter um, experience with with no no real risk or reward to it. And I I hundred percent get what you're saying there, Fee. I do, but I would counter with this argument. I love like a really good uh let me i'm trying to think like an incredible you know uh fettuccine alfredo or some like gnocchi al pesto like some really nice whatever but also every once in a while i want to fuck up a cheeseburger so like no the I, one of them, Kai, i'm with the you man them, i'm with you the yeah. one of them is the gourmet experience of elite dangerous with all of its complexities and richness and vast whatever the other one is just the fun kick-ass junk food and i think that there's room for both man like i want to i want to get into it because i feel bad uh talking about it when i just haven't like done it and it's like shit i want to and now that i think that 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 it is easier to do like i i want to get in on it so we'll we'll get in on it we'll see what's what yeah it, again it it has it has its place and and i think its place is at least for me that this is when i would play cqc and this is when i have played cqc is right after the work day when i'm completely pissed off and frustrated and stressed out from the day of work i've had and i want to blow some shit up without any um retribution i'm i'm gonna log into c2c and i'm gonna chase some son of a bitch around space for a little while and i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot his ass because damn it he's gonna suffer for my bad day of work that, so, that's okay that's you what just cqc me, does you just sold me on another aspect of the of cqc that i i think i want to do i love the idea of murdering people you know for funsies uh you know in the game of just like ah daka, daka, daka. but i don't want to be a dick so like i don't pvp like I don't, I'm not into non-consensual PVP. I'm not into, like I, I don't want to gank people. I don't want to pirate people. I don't want to. That's not my thing, man. And I'm not judging anybody who's into it. I see, I watch videos. Uh, Jay Zod is a god. There's, I, I've seen other guys. Like, I'm not judging you. Those people that do it, Layla and 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 whatever. Like, man, that's your thing, and that's awesome. It's just not my thing. I don't want to bum anybody out. But I could fuck people up all day in cqc and not feel bad about it because it they don't lose anything exactly yeah fair exactly. point. Re really fair point i'll give it a shot i'll try cqc okay oh I'll, all those okay. people all those people in ender uh it, it man all of those people in enterprises discord that have been trying to get him in trying to get him in you owe me send the checks to elite <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> all right uh so we did the cqc thing we covered that um tritium pathway network the tritium resource <coughs> locator oh my god i'm gonna mute <coughs> take over arson i don't know why i'm coughing 
So the uh, tritium pathway network, or TRIPIN, T-R-I-P-N, uh, is a, another one of the new tools that uh, came out, and it is very, very specific for... It's a place to go, and if you find yourself a double or triple tritium hotspot or whatnot, but tritium specifically, it's meant for fuel for carriers for long-distance exploration. Uh, specifically, they're wanting to collect fuel spots uh, primarily out of the bubble and out of Colonia. Now, obviously, if you find good mining spots for it in the bubble in Colonia, go throw some on there. Um, but the ones out in the middle of nowhere are really the ones that they want to collect because it is a royal pain uh, to mine, especially if you're by yourself. So being able to look up the closest tritium hotspot uh, while out in the black is super useful, and it's a really simple tool that does just that. Good shit, man. That's... Uh, if, especially with all those people that are out there to move themselves out for the DSSA and whatnot, like, <clears throat> that's, that's good to know. And also, for those people that are out there they're like, hey, I've got my carrier and I'm taking it out to the black. I'm going to do my thing. One of the guys I absolutely 100% love, love, love. I fucking love Crispy Tater Tot. And he's working on this Crispy. whole. Crispy is just fucking awesome, dude. He's this weird, chill, like awesome dude with this little captain's hat and his tater tot meme stuff. And like. But he's doing this amazing thing where he's like, yeah, I'm working on the backstory for my character. My character is out doing this. I'm engineering. I'm doing that. I'm doing BGS. I'm doing all this thing. I'm doing that. I'm doing whatever. But the whole time, he's got this headcanon backstory role-playing whatever thing for his character where <clears throat> he's working through these things. And it's like, I think as best as I understand it, and, and, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, but as best I, as I understand it, He's like the hero. He's on the hero's journey. He's trying to do his thing, but like shit's going to go bad and he's going to get exiled. He's going to be like run out where like, oh my God, the Jedi has to like go, you know, hide because the whole everybody in the galaxy is pissed off at him and wants to murder him. And he's going to like go out and that's going to be his headcanon for launching him. He's, I, I think he's going to take a carrier with, he's going to go out into the black and like, never come back or something at some point or like not come back until like years or whatever like he's gonna do a deep uh uh commander um picard style i'm going out i'll see you in five years kind of a trip man <clears throat> so i i love the idea of like for guys like that we're like hey man i'm going out there this is going to be an invaluable tool <clears throat> all right last uh well, one of the last two things last thing for me Fangs dropped book number three. <clears throat> Have you guys checked out Fangs, the webcomic yet? Yes, it is wonderful. <clears throat> Fangs is, yeah, Fangs is Dude, that, amazing. That, that's totally Naomi Nagata. <clears throat> that is Naomi Nagata. It is, so number one, I love Naomi. I love Naomi, I love Bobby, I love Christian Abbasarala, I love, you know, uh, not Plumber, what's her name? Drummer, drummer, drummer. I love all of the awesome smart cool women of the expanse and yeah that is definitely naomi but i love fang's webcomic i love that they have that weird funky art style where it looks like 
a mishmash of like those black and white manga type uh, comics, but with like weird because it's on a computer. They're using the medium of like, okay, they can put like effects of like <clears throat> a warp jump or like explosions or like lightning in the background. And that shit is just fire. If you have not checked out Fangs yet, the link is in the show notes and I'm dropping it right now live for the stream because you guys absolutely need to get in on this shit. It is fire. <clears throat> And the last topic for the night, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Arson take this one, and then I'll, I'll hit the question, and then we'll get the hell out of here because we're running late. Go for it, Arson. Uh, yeah, I noticed on uh, Reddit a commander raging spaceman, and this this got me personally. His selling tickets to Beagle Point for a minimum donation of a hundred million credits, and the trip leaves tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, I thought that was quite interesting. Somebody is actually literally selling tickets. Uh, but if you've never been to Beagle Point, you want somebody to uh, take you out there, a hundred mil and uh, so nice I'm guessing curated ride. I'm I'm working it through in my head, and I'm, here's how it's got to work out. His fleet carrier is locked to friends only, and for a hundred million credits, he'll friend you, pretty much, or invite you to a squadron. But then you'd have to quit your squadron. It's got to be the friend thing. Yeah, it's probably the friends thing. Um, it's it's just one of those things, though. It's more of that emergent player content. You know, uh, people cough, cough, kept saying, well, "What are we gonna do with these?" Well, here's another example. You've got AXI with their wonderful Art of War CG. You've mm -hmm. got people you know hauling cargo between places for bgs stuff like i was doing a couple weeks ago and you got people selling tickets uh running free expeditions there's tons of those out there uh it's just it's just fantastic we keep seeing more and more of this stuff coming out ender what do you think of all this i just ran upstairs to grab a seltzer oh so i apologize no Wait. my bad my bad can you can you ask it again <laughs> yeah yeah so we were talking about the, uh, the the this commander has started a thing. He's leaving tomorrow, and the, sh the long and short of it is, you pay him a hundred million credits, and he gives you a free ride all the way out to Beagle Point. Oh yes, I've heard about this. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really interesting. It's crazy immersive. Like I said, the, the way that that I picture, the only way that I can picture mechanically it working, because nobody's going to want to quit their squadron. So the way mechanically it works is got to be, uh, he has the carrier locked down to friends only, and then for a hundred million he'll friend you, and then hop on over. So, so my question is, for that kind of money, am I going to be entertained for that trip as well? Because I, I better be entertained. Entertainment's extra, not included yeah. in the package. Dude, a hundred million to get to Beagle Point is cheap as shit, bro. That is crazy cheap. A hundred yeah, million, you could knock that out in in, a, in fifteen minutes of time. Yeah, yeah but that that's a lot of time spending <laughs> on somebody else's car carrier. I, I I need to be entertained. I got you, but I think the the aspect that he's Netflix? selling is. Yeah, for eighteen, for like you can you can make it if you if you literally keep it rolling, you can do it in like eighteen hours or whatever, right? So like, in a crazy short amount of time, you'll be out there. Now, me personally, I, I'm not shitting on anybody. I 
I flew out to Beagle Point. <clears throat> I flew out to Semitus Beacon past Beagle Point. I flew out to Salome's Reach, the last moon of the last planet of Semitus Beacon, as far as you could go at the time. And <clears throat> I did it old school because that's how I wanted to do it. But there's other people who are like, hey, man, I'll take the shortcut. And once I get there, I'll fly around. I'll see some stuff. And I, I'm in favor of freedom, even if it means, you know, people are like, oh, in my day, we had to go do it ourselves. And we had to jump in a, you know, 35 light year cobra. Okay, cool. But this is where we're at now. And where we're at is people are free to do whatever the hell they want. So, I mean, if it's your thing, blaze it do whatever you're not hurting me so you want to take a shortcut to fly to some spot you're paying this guy money you're doing a transaction players are working together you guys are doing a thing like hey i'm not judging so you get there however you get there and then from there you know whatever make work it out v hop in on give your uh, thing on this then i'm gonna throw the question and we'll get the hell out of here no my my, my thing again was I, I i need to be entertained that's a long trip okay man. that was your whole your whole thing was dance whole take, dance. yes whole dance for away. me dance for me exactly I dig it. what All if right. i what if i'm there to sing and play music for you the whole time would you well, okay so would you so, stay? so ender if if that's going to be the deal do i have to pay uh for you as well is, is that part of the yes. deal yes the elite week podcast must pay me all of the money all right so 400 million for yes. that and if i start <laughs> singing if i start singing it's going to cost you 600 million to get me to stop <laughs> this is getting much too expensive i'm i'm not I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and back out now before it gets even more expensive uh lightweight all, all right. i gotta say is I'm turn on the wheel yes absolutely turn big salute to all you commanders out there turning the wheel uh does anybody else have anything else for state of the game before i wrap it up with the community question there's going to be one and one only question this week Anybody? I, got, I, I got nothing. I, I covered everything I was going to cover in State of the Game earlier, whether, whether it was making uh, Admiral for, for uh, Federal with absolutely no return or uh, dipping my toe into the AX pool with Scouts or playing with CQC and, and VR. Uh, that That's about all I had this week. Okay. So we heard that Fee was making it, uh, dipping is doing something with toes, and uh, and what was the last one? messing around I, i'm not going to say anything more because you're, you're just going to implicate me for all sorts of uh inappropriate behavior mm, okay so we can sum up all of these actions under the heading inappropriate behavior and we've got our don't forget our I'm, I'm adorable adorably optimistic yes you are totes adorbs enterprise hit it again give us all of your links and all of your stuff yeah sure uh i stream on twitch <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. I've got a Twitter. I've got an Instagram. I've got a Discord. You know, follow all the relevant things that you want to follow and uh, come be a part of all my events that we plan in the Elite Dangerous Overclockers Club. Right on. And Arson, your, your closing thoughts before I hit the final. I want to hit this and then like, boom, drop out. Python number one. 
there you go. That was the that was deep right there. I felt that. I felt that it rustled my jimmies, but in a good way. All right. So the closing community question. You can, like I said, you can post this in the comments of the YouTube video that you're watching. You can uh, post this on the Discord. You can send in to Elite Week thirty three zero six at gmail dot com. However you want to do it. But if you want to win this prize this week, which, as I said, is the Entrepreneur Prize Pack, two paint jobs and a decal that you can only get this way. The question is, tell me, what is the coolest thing in Elite that that has got you excited right now? And this could be like literally this could be like, oh, man, Stellar Forge or it could go back to like the the, the base of the game it could be something frontier gave you it could be a thing of like you know oh the axicg can but i answer now don't don't just say it like oh it's you know it's the stellar forge or oh it's the axicg that's not gonna win shit you have to say like why what it means to you sell it give give us something about this amazing game this amazing community this amazing whatever uh, and then also because I'm I'm a shameless 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 self promoter, you could also ch- cheat and you could put in there if you want to give us an amazing review on iTunes uh, <clears throat> or uh, Google Podcasts or whatever, and and uh, uh, link it in the you, you're gonna have to link it in the Discord though because I can't I I don't know if somebody puts a thing and they're like oh I I gave you a review in iTunes in Iceland like they don't show me that or like you know hey I posted it from Afghanistan I won't see it New Zealand we won't know so like <laughs> you're going to have to like make sure we can actually see it so whatever and 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 you know bonus points it involves uh, uh sap8 cores or or uh enterprise something from the stream so you know hey 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 get on that Okay, Fee, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that Enterprise is my favorite part of Elite for at least tonight. Thanks for joining us, Enterprise. Appreciate you you coming along. Well, thank you, you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, It was uh, very cool, and uh, hopefully it's not the last time. For sure. All right. And to play us out, uh, Fee, get it ready. This is a dedication to my man, DH. DH has been streaming like a madman. He gets up at like 4 a.m. and does these streams. Uh, and as he's representing from the Hammers of Slough, I want to throw out much love to the Hammers of Slough. Get it going, V. Good night, everybody. Thank you.
Whoa!